to this. This episode is brought to you by the good folks at Bevel. Ow. Of course it is. It's the first and only system clinically proven to prevent bumps, bruises, ingrown hairs, and anything that comes with having coarse or curly hair. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this ain't the first time you heard of Bevel ad. Not at all. These guys are doing their thing. These women are doing their thing. I'm telling you one thing. They have put in work after work after work after work. Putting out great product. Okay? Yeah, my China out here feeling like a baby's bottom. I'm telling you, they got the trimmer, they got the shaver, and they got all the grooming products. Go to getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Again, that's getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Find out the discounts you get on Bevel. You get your first month free. You get Listen, there's discounts over there. Go to getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Check Ow. out what's going on. Now let's get to the show. Everybody get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Listen no. It's the Premium Pete Show. They're playing basketball. What the fuck? I like that basketball. <laughs> They're playing. Yo, years years back, internet. Me and Pete would be riding somewhere out of state or something, mm-hmm. and and Pete would have the satellite radio on, and he'd be playing that old head cha- that old head channel. You know what I mean? Um, backspin. Backspin with like that. Like like listen, it for real. If you fucking listen to backspin, seriously, just go buy yourself a coffin. You're about to die. Well, that, that's if, what, if you know any rap music that's being played on backspin. If you if your radio ever fucking tunes in the backspin, you are one day from dying. So get in a fucking coffin right now. Well, that's what you said to me, and you used to make me think about that shit. And then I canceled my subscription with the motherfuckers. I'm glad you did, man. I had to. Now, actually, no, I didn't cancel. What happened was when you get a new car, a lease car, or a financer car, yeah. you get three months free. Okay. But then after three months, I was like, I'm not paying for this shit. Listen, you're just paying for your death. Yeah, man. I'm not paying for that Fuck shit. Fuck that old head shit. Now, listen. Backspin. Anyway, listen, Internets, welcome back to Kill another yourself. episode of the Premium P Show. Miss Listen, no, she may be here today. I don't know where she is. She's, I think she's on her way. She's on her way. She's on her way. That's all right. But it's a special episode. We're taping at a special time, mm-hmm. and we got to be about that. Mm-hmm, most definitely. We got to be professional. Dallas Penn's in the building. Look at Slim, man. You're wearing these camo pants. You're looking fucking slimmer than ever. Oh, shit. I, I just hope that you don't ever wear spandex. I do. You do? I do. Get the fuck out of here. I do. But I wear shorts over them. I mean, I don't... Uh, like basketball shorts? Of course. Yeah, but that, how could, that doesn't probably look right. It looks all crinkled. No, no, crinkled fuck, that, and... fuck that. It's still respectful. You, if you're a man out here wearing spandex with nothing covering you, fuck it, put a skirt on at C- least. Commando, you mean? I'm just saying, you cannot wear spandex or leggings well, first of all, you talk cover. about people. First of all, people listening short or skirt could be listening all over the world. Yes, I've seen people, particularly in New York City and Soho, on a unicycle wearing a pink bicycle singlet, full body outfit like a wrestler. Okay, you understand? Yes. Pink, singlet. neon pink. That's a singlet. That's a singlet. neon pink on a unicycle. Okay. Do you feel? Like, here's the thing. Do you feel? I mean, you. But tra- that's a special case, man. But first you. Of all. But you. Tra- you said a dude was riding a unicycle. A unicycle. Come on, man. But that's not that's not abnormal. That's some circus shit. No, that is abnormal. Where do you see unicycles? Premium? Not in New York City. Premium, where do you see fucking unicycles? It, well, particularly in New York City. Where, in Coney Island where you grew up? No, no, no. Yeah, I, because the circus be down there. No, no, no. More. Freaks be First down there. They, they, I think they canceled the circus. Ring them, bar them, bellies, and we know it. They canceled it. They're about to cancel that shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You know what I want to say before we get into this episode? What I want to say is. The, the the laws are fucked the fuck up, and I want uh, internet to tell me, and I want you, Dallas, to talk about this shit. 
if in Jersey you're allowed to have, uh, you know, you get a, a gun permit where you could carry in your house, okay. right? Okay. Should this should that mind bog is mind boggling to me. So you get you know references and then you're approved by the uh, the state uh, the board state, licensing the board yes. yep. okay and you're able to carry a gun in your house okay right you're able to own a gun own a in gun your house. Okay. and you probably I think you could like transport it to the range and okay. back it's got to be concealed concealed though. It's gotta be yep, yep, yep. safety in the case yep exactly okay, whatever, yeah. but here's the fucking thing if someone comes in your house yeah. and you don't kill them they could kind of sue you for injury mm. their family if they die could sue you. For insurance of, of of their death. Yeah. How fucking... I just want you to think about that for a second, right? Just, just think. Somebody fucking plots to rob your fucking house. Yes. You, right? You're, I'm just speaking about Jersey. I'm, I know there's so many walls yeah, in just other places. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your They thought. come in your fucking house. They're like, I'm going to rob this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And if I have to, I'm going to pistol whip this bitch too. Mm. Then all of a sudden, you don't kill him. Or you do kill him. Okay. Regardless. Next thing you know, you got a lawsuit against you. From the fucking oh, people's family. Hold on for a second. What's young man? What's your name? Uh, young production assistant. What's your name, sir? Shailen. Shailen? Is, is there possibly water that's that's uh, less warm than this one right here? Oh, this is from warm water. Yeah, this is like you you came brought this out of the oven. The the engineer brought us some warm water. Let me ask him. Did you get this from the camel? From the camel's hump? Yeah, literally, he brought us some water. Like like they put it in the oven get, first. Get, get on the mic for a second. Get on the mic for a second. Now, are you Indian or Pakistan? <laughs> what? Are you Indian or Pakistan? I'm Indian. Okay. Now. um... Muslim? No. Okay. So you're not Muslim? No. So what did you chose to be? What's your religion? I'm just Christian. Okay, Christian. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about the Muslim ban? Well. I mean, you're giving out warm water. <laughs> I think you don't really give a fuck. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. It's, it's, <laughs> Where's your name for the internet? I don't I'm Shailene. know. Shailene. Shailene. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Shailene, engineer here at Engine Room Studio. Yeah. Um, you're giving out warm water to folks, to guests. <laughs> yeah. But but you don't, you don't, you don't. Have any thoughts on the Muslim ban, or do you have friends affected? Any family no, that's a, no, no, no. So all your family, you, you said you're Indian, right? Yeah, we're Indian. Okay, Hamdala. <laughs> okay, um, all all your family is uh, everybody's okay with that. Everybody good. And, and when you say Indian, I mean I'm actually Punjab. Okay. Mm. When I hang out with, with a certain group of folks, my yeah. Punjab folks, my name is Dalvinder. Okay, Dalvinder Singh. Okay, uh-huh. okay. Dalvinder Singh. So are, right. you, are you Punjab? No, I'm not. Okay, that's the oh. You're still, you're still dope with us. Okay, listen, you gave us warm Shailen, water. We, we got to let you go now. Yeah, get the fuck out of the seat. Because the co-host is here. The co-host yeah, is here yeah. now. Give us warm water. Co-host is here. But um, anyway, so so let me finish back uh, what I was saying. Miss Listen knows is here. She could uh, get right into the, the mix of things. So anyway, I'm talking about this gun permit in Jersey, right? So DP, hear this out, right? So you have a gun. If someone comes in your house, they try to, you know, you shoot them or whatever, their family could sue you. Right. To me, that's fucking ass backwards. But I want to tell you something even more crazy. You buy a Glock, right? Okay. Which, which, you know, I'm telling the internet, we bought a Glock. You bought a Glock. Okay. Instead of a six oil. No, a Glock. Okay. Okay. Right. Nine millimeter. 17 yeah. shots, right? Okay. But check this out. 17 shots. Do you know in Jersey, there's a law, they stop the magazine. If you're a gun shop, you have to alter it to 15 shots. Mm. Now, I want you to tell me, what the fuck is the difference between 15 shots and 17 shots? Two bullets. What? But but is is it over excessive? I don't understand. It's, isn't this is the world the world we live in? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you're you're looking for some logic to law, and there that, is. I none. think that's that's a mistake. Now, I mean, that- you got to keep in mind now in the land that we live in, there was a time when it was law, literal law, for people to be owned by other people. Okay, and then when that law wasn't in effect anymore, there was the law that people could not own property. Certain people could not. 
owned a deed to property. You gotta get that deed. Okay, okay, okay. All get right. on the mic. Get on the mic. Get on the mic. Mr. So, I mean, and then there was laws that said that, you know, even though you were not the property of someone, that you were still not allowed to vote or you were not allowed to marry someone determined not of your race. Okay. Those so, are, these are laws. These are all laws. But, but a lot of those laws have been, been you know, what do you call them? Abolished? Is yes, it, abolished. That the word? That's, a, it, that's, that's a good word. That's a good word. Is that the premium, that's a good word. That's true. word of the day? I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you can't, we can't say the word of the day in the beginning of the show. We got the rest of yeah, the show to go. I'll be honest with you. Got, you don't think you're going you don't think you're going to get any better? I was, than I was nervous spitting that one out. All right, well you got it out. You got it off. Okay. Look at you. Abolish. Look at you. Abolish. Look at you. Right. But anyway, listen. Laws are fucked the fuck up. That's all I'm saying. That's you're what right. I'm saying. And you're right. And you're how, right. how could so, I, I? I don't want to d- dive deep into this shit, boys. But keep in mind, thirsty pause. Okay. A, a little bit thirsty, but keep in mind, you get a gun. If you're, you know, I'm just speaking for Jersey. I'm sure internet. If you're around the world, tell us what kind of laws you got in your home, in your house. I know in Texas, you can shoot a motherfucker dead goodbye. You know what I mean? Yeah. See you later. You carry, right? You carry in Texas. Well, I mean, listen, you know, Texas got scorpions. <laughs> Te- Texas got other shit I- I'd be more scared of. Okay. Than somebody just running up on me, pulling up on me and shooting. But again, you know, I, I-, I move different anyway. Okay. You know, I move different than somebody that needs to worry about stuff like that. What about you, uh, Miss Lissa, as a-, as a woman? I don't like guns. Okay. So, but, but, <laughs> but let me ask you something. You don't like guns, right? But think about it. If what I was telling you. Then why do you shoot the sheriff? Yeah. Huh? I didn't kill the deputy. Huh? Well, I strangled the stress the sheriff. Well, maybe someone needs. Don't shoot Eric Clapton. Don't shoot Eric. But but listen, if what, what I was saying was, you could own a gun, and uh, if you kill somebody that tries to in, you know rob your house, you're liable for certain things. You could get arrested. There was something in Florida I seen, even though there's a lot of fuckery in Florida. That yeah, had, I mean, like to even mention some shit that happened. Uh, you know Florida. what? Fuck, fuck that shit. I can't even. Florida you're right, you're right like, about that. There need to be a Florida ban on the rest of the United States. You're right about that. Like people from Florida cannot cross state line. But, but cannot you know, come into Georgia. What, 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 cannot take the boat to Mississippi. Let's speak <laughs> about something more important this week, which was a couple of days ago, the Super Bowl. Yes. The Patriots came back, upset the Atlanta Falcons, which was amazing. amazing well, they, they didn't upset them. They well, they them. did upset they them. They were favorite. They were favorite. The Patriots were favorite. Well, Patriots were favorite. But okay. that game was almost in the bag. So the Patriots were favorite. So there's not an upset. Well, upset I'm, been the Falcons I'm saying in, in the game, you're right. The game, they were favorite. But I'm saying, uh, you know, stop being so fucking. Uh, uh, no, I mean, listen, you can't be. Ten years from now, when when you, when new listeners to Premium Pete listen to this, I don't want people to say, yo, Premium Pete don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Sometimes I don't know what the fuck I'm talking nah, about. No, 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 fuck that. We got we to let him know, you, even when you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, listen, that you know what the fuck you're talking about. All of a sudden, you lost a fucking 100 pounds, and now you want to fucking act different, okay? <laughs> the fuck, man? I wish you could go back to your fucking... You know, honestly, you know why I seen a picture of you the other day on, that you had on the, uh, years ago when you had that uh, that blazer on? Remember you were with Chuck and Snowflake? Yeah. In the, in the, um, with the bow tie, I think? Okay. Do you remember that picture? I don't remember With the picture. navy blue blazer? Okay. Yo, you were a house. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Like a yeah. brick house? Like no, he was no. looking like 36, 24, 36? I was, I was looking like one of them houses. That it, no, was a, it was a regular house at one time, and then they came a, and put an extension on it. He was a one family with a finished basement. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came and put a, they extended it with a garage on it, and then a carport, and then a, yeah. Do you, do you remember how much you weighed? Because I mean, you were heavy. I could tell you that at my heaviest, mm-hmm. I was 375 pounds. God damn. See what I mean? See? That was a house. At my heaviest, I was 375. Right now, I'm 260. Mm-hmm. And 260, you know. No, no, but you look good. You're good. Your legs are skinny. I'm feeling good. I'm you know, feeling you're good. top I'm heavy. I'm, I'm still, yeah, I'm still gutchula. <laughs> I'm still extra gutchula. But did you have any good appetizers for the Super Bowl? Uh, uh, we kept it. We kept it real simple. I mean, uh, chocolate snowflake made uh, some some 
very nice organic sausage. Okay. Um, she did her baked wings. Okay. That I like her to do, and um, and I had I had some greens. Okay. Collards? Uh, no, not collards. Spinach, broccoli, kale. Um, green though. They okay, were green. Okay, they were whatever green. it was. What about you, uh, Mrs. Did you go to Super Bowl party? Smoky greens. Um, I w- I spent some time with my dad. Okay. And my uncle. Did anybody um, watch the game? They were, but I hate. I like exactly like I said. The nice outfit won. Didn't uh, they? Yeah, New the England. Won. The Patriots. Other won. than that, I was not watching the game. Everybody else was. Well, I found I found that a fact actually. Thirty six about thirty six percent of women during the regular season watch football. Thirty six, only thirty six percent. And they all trying to find either no, find a husband the or the Super keep Bowl. Husband. Well, probably, but Super Bowl, I think it's like forty nine percent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And those are bitches that's hoping that leftover football players going to be in the room that they could hook up with. Or trying to get a wing. These women are lying. Or trying to get a wing. <laughs> You're not watching. <laughs> you know, you watch. Well, I'll be honest with you. It's good to be honest. I mean, and, and, and well, not honest. You hear me? It's good to be invited to it's a fucking. It's not good to be. Look well, at it's, you. Good, it's good to be honest, but it's good to be invited to a Super Bowl party. Yeah. What you saying? Mrs. a Freudian slip? Yeah. He didn't mean to say that. No. You didn't let it slip though. It was good to, I mean, well, you know what I well mean. honesty sometimes is the best policy, but you know, if you want to talk about honesty, sometimes some things are better left unsaid. Mm-hmm. Hey, you ever been through a situation where you're like, yo, if I say, you know, like, like I know people who are married, right? That, that they, if they told the exact story, and it could be something simple, not like no crazy shit cheating or anything, but if they told the exact story, they would hear a, a, a an amazing amount of fucking headache from it. Mm. So they kind of tell a tiny white lie. Mm. You know? No, I wasn't at the... No, there was no girls at the bar. It was just... Why is a white lie a good lie? The whites? Well... Yes. Yes. The white well, exactly. lie. Well, I'll be exactly. honest with you. I'm not going to go around here and say I'm telling exactly. black lies. I mean, I don't no, know. No, black, no. Lies black lies matter. matter. Or, 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 black, black lies matter. matter. No, lives matter. Black not lies. lies. The lies, too. Even oh. lies. They e- lie. Even when a black person lies, sometimes you can mm. still believe that, that shit. That shit matters. Mm-hmm. Well, do you believe a Jewish person when they lie? Oh, when when they telling the truth, mm-hmm. I know it's a lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now do you now what, what what about a Chinese person? You know what? When you say Chinese, I mean is it Asian. mainland? Mainland? Asian. Okay, Asian. because I gotta we gotta clarify now because there's so much there's so much going on with China. Because the Japs got the yaps, they be going off with the lies. You know, what I mean, there's just so much going on. So, but but, but I mean, you could really believe the ones with the slanted slanted eyes. No, I mean, you look at you look at people anyway. You you gotta you gotta trust everybody. On face value until they fuck you over, and then and then boom, yeah, I and guess then that's good. That's I, that's the the way you live life. Well, that's been something that's been concrete throughout the you know life. Trusting yeah. people on face value, no regardless question. of their no you know how they look or their or, or their skin color, no question, or even just their race or religion, all of that. But that doesn't always happen, and as we could see, you know. Well, I mean, that's that's that you can't worry about that, Premium Pete. Nah. You can't you can't worry about the the Muslim ban. You can't worry about. I, I'm, I'm starting to worry about a domestic travel ban for us. Really? For us domestic U.S. people, like let's say I want to go to the Caribbean for like two weeks, mm-hmm. just chill out, decompress. At the end of them two weeks, when I come back, they might be like, "Why were you going for two weeks?" Mm. You know. Or I, these I'm, countries might try to be petty and do it to us. Say word. Yeah. Or, or when we get there, treat us like shit. Yes. And I'm letting them know right now. Yeah. I'm good in these streets. You ain't gotta worry. <laughs> I'm on the setup with y'all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, listen, if worse comes to worse, we throw hands down in, 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 in uh, Costa Rica. I don't want to ever get locked up. No, first of all, abroad. first of all, yeah, thank you, thank you. You talking about throwing hands I out got, of this country? I got locked up in Cancun on spring break. 
You know how you know how I got how out. How did you do that? Well, well, well. I'm explaining to you. Um, so you know, senior frogs. Yes. So I'm I'm in there. I'm I'm drinking these big ass fucking drinks. Okay. I'm messing with some girl. Like, isn't it funny when you go away and then you meet people from your, like where you're from, but you never knew them or met them before? Mm-hmm. I was messing with this girl from Staten Island. Where is this years ago? And um, I'm messing with this girl, and I'm drinking. I don't really drink. I got drunk. Mm-hmm. I took the bus in Cancun, Mexico. There's a bus. It's like yes, five indeed. cents. Yes, indeed. So I got on the bus. You ended up going to the uh, the city outside of Cancun. Yeah, so I made the guy, I, I, I pressed the guy who was driving to get up, and I drove the bus. And uh, they locked me up. Like, you know, I, I got him out of his seat. I made my man pull him out of his seat, and I started driving. I'm blowing the horn down the fucking thing. There was three guys in the back playing the guitar trying to get money from us. <laughs> and everyone, you know, it was kind of like it was the bad thing to do, but everyone in the bus was like, go, do it, you know, and I'm driving now. Cops got me, but here's the thing. I want to tell you how I got out, right? There was no court. There was no judge. There was no fucking Pablo or fucking Lopez or nobody to see. Do you know what the fuck it was? What? $250. Mm. In cash? Yeah. U.S. cash. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Goodbye. Yeah. $250. Yeah. And the funny thing about it, when they were asked, because my friend came there and they asked, he didn't fucking, he didn't have a chart. Yeah. He didn't have a chart like, uh, uh, this guy's uh, $250. He yeah. was like, uh, $250. <laughs> he was he probably thinking like, yeah, you know what? I, I, I get some fucking, you know, Please, he, he new already, rims on my fucking already, Honda Civic. He already sized job motherfuckers up anyway. He was like, yeah. Yeah, let me let me get this two fifty right quick. But we were wild, man. We were wild like spring break. Like you know, yeah. I love spring break. Like spring break, we were an oasis. You, you know why you were wild for spring break? Why? Because your ass didn't even go to college. Well, that was the dopest thing. I was there, and then people were like, "What college are you at?" And I just make up any type of college I wanted. Exactly. You School know? of hard knocks. You know what I realized back then when I went to spring break? Um, Detroit had some crazy, uh, 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 you know, like people like that like the girls were real cool mellow vibing detroit yo detroit was turned to fuck up when i was going in spring break in mexico shut the fuck up yeah you fuckhead detroit players but you know what anyway let's take a let's take a break it's an early break but let's take a break we're gonna come back and we're gonna sit with the one and only rod strickland hot rod hot rod Strickland. Rocket Rod Strickland. I mean, there's, there's, we'll find out how many other AKs there are. <laughs> yes, indeed. Internet's New York City listen. legend. Let's go. That's right. Internet, who listen to the Premium Peace Show. Dallas Penn is here. Miss Listen knows. Cheer. Be right back. Yo, 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 yo. You know what it is. The Premium Peace Show with Miss Listen knows. It's your boy, SP the Ghost, LOXD Block. Yeah. You should be fucking logged in right about now because it's going down. You want to hear some ill journalism, dope interviews, hear what's popping, what's going on, shit like that? You tuned into the right motherfucking spot. The internet. Yeah. Cheer. <laughs> Internets, welcome back. And uh, listen, it's a pleasure. We've been trying to make this happen for a, a minute. A minute. Um, I want to definitely shout out Ed Woods. Um, I definitely want to shout out, um, what is uh, your boy's name? Monia? Manya. Manya. Yeah, Manya. I mean, she was a big help in making this happen. And, uh, you know, Internets, listen, welcome, Rod Strickland, to the Premium Peace Show. Man, thanks for having me. Appreciate being here. Well, before we even start, me and Dallas were talking AKAs. How many AKAs are? Hot Rod, right? Yeah. What else? Rocket Rod. Rocket Rocket Rod. Rod. Oh, man, I don't know. Twirl. It's, it's a few Why do they call you twirl? I, I used to spin all the time back in the day. When okay. I first started playing basketball, I, I spun every time I tried to do something fancy. Oh. So my guy just started calling me twirl. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, Young Buckets. Young Buckets? No, nah, no. Nah, I like right. that one. I never heard that one, but I like that one. <laughs> well, well, right off the bat, I do, I do, I do want to uh, start by saying this. You know, uh, da- It's funny because 
before we're off air, Dallas was talking about, you know, you came from the era where <laughs> you, you would play ball and have to wash cars uh, during the off season. So cars. Listen, Ross Strickland has been around a minute, DP, but yeah. don't get it twisted. Listen. Oh, you- no, 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 no. I'll, I'll go I'll go back. I mean, finding out, here's something I found out, though. Um, I didn't realize that you, you came from the northeast area of the Bronx. Um, that you went, that you originally went to Truman High School. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, boom, Rod didn't grow up in co-op, so he must have grew up in the Valley. No, no, no. I'm from the South Bronx. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm from 138th and 3rd Avenue. Oh, dig it. The hub. So I, the hub. I went to a few schools. I started out at Rice High School Okay. Uh, in Manhattan. Then mm-hmm. I went to Truman mm-hmm. uh, for two years. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to take the train ride way uptown. Oh, dig it, dig so, it, dig yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, and, and then you yeah. finished your high school career at Oak Hill. At Oak Hill Academy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Once you go to Oak Hill Internets, um, once you are a student at in Oak In the Bronx? Hill, no, 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 no Maryland. Mount, no, Mouth of Wilson, Virginia. Virginia. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Way once you go to the boonies. Yeah, no, once when, you go to Oak Hill, y- your next step is is uh, D, D1 college, D1A college, or maybe even mess around and just go right to the pros. But you're 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 being fast-tracked because, you know, you are, you are a baller. You're a player. Yeah, Oak Hill. Actually, I'm probably the first big name to go to Oak Hill. Oh, so really? I'm going to take credit for Oak Hill. Mm. Dig that. So, mm. yeah, I was uh, I was the first big-time uh, player to come out of there, and uh, it was great. But it's, Oak Hill is a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. You know, you're surrounded by a bunch of cows and, you know, a lot of land. Uh, oh. You know, Mouth of Wilson, Virginia says it all. Yeah, so all, all you can do is work. All, all you, you can do, do is work, work on your you're game. Not, you're not leaving that. Mm-hmm. That, that campus area. Right, right, right. That little so, community, that little so, tiny community yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, even Dow was saying that, uh, you know, washing cars during the, you know, he, he's going back to the 1940s in the NBA's. Stric- Strickland didn't play that early. But here's the back. thing. You went, you came from DePaul. We'll, we'll bring it back, but you came from mm-hmm. DePaul and you, you came out in your, what, your, your senior, junior year? My junior year. All right. Yep. Drafted to the NBA by the New York Knicks. Yep. Right off the bat is something that I didn't even know. You, you, as being from Bronx, mm-hmm. you, you would think like you would love to be drafted by the Knicks. That's a, a dream. Yeah. But at that time, they had Mark Jackson. Yeah. He was just rookie of the year, mm-hmm. right? He was only a year older than you. Yeah. And and you hated that you were drafted by the Knicks. You yeah. didn't understand why they were, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. Break it down for us. Absolutely. Uh, I didn't hate it, but you know, coming out of college, uh, at the time, I was supposed to be somewhere between the top seven and okay. 15 picks. So I actually dropped. I went 19. Was there a reason that happened? Uh, they probably didn't like my attitude, but okay. <laughs> that's another story. Okay. But uh, so, you know, being that you think you're going to be one of the top guys, you want to come in and play right away. Sure. Mm-hmm. So once the Knicks, you know, I kind of dropped. And, and actually, I didn't think the Knicks would pick me. Mm-hmm. Then at the last minute, Rick Pitino said, I'm going to take the best available. And they picked me. But, uh, you know, Mark Jackson had just been rookie of the year. Yeah. Played well. Uh, only a year older than you. Only a year older than me. So that's all going in through my mind because sure. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to play behind somebody, sure. especially like all my career. Yeah. You know, and back back then, you know, these days they would have played me and him together mm-hmm. and it would have been no problem. But back then it was like your point guard, your point guard. Sure. You know, it was like your point guard, your shooting guard, your small forward. These days it doesn't really matter. Sure. They didn't have the mindset to do they that. They didn't have the mindset. So. Uh, so I was just disappointed because I, I just thought I didn't think it was a great situation for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to play right away. And you I didn't have anybody to, to get into your ear and be like, the Patino system is is kind of really your strength. That The Patino system at that time, I feel like, because you, you could run, you know what I mean? You, could, you had shots, but you could run and really dictate an offense 
fast moving. No, absolutely. But it wasn't even about Rick Pitino or the system. Mm-hmm. It was that I, the only thing on my mind was they just had the rookie of the year. Yeah. He's the point guard. Yeah, I'm they're not, not going to sit him. So, yeah, how does that work? Yeah. You know, but the system and Rick Pitino, everything was great for me. We had a great year. I think we won 50-something games. Uh, I think we took the Bulls, you know, uh, we took them to six games that year in the playoffs. So we had a really good year, and I had a fun time. It was great. You know, my teammates, uh, we actually just had something, a reunion the other day, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Friday night. Uh, no, actually Saturday mm-hmm. uh, with the bomb squad. You know, we had, Oh, nice. Yeah, so, so it was How'd pretty, that go? It was great. It was great no, to see those guys. Who's the bomb squad? You, uh, Rory Sparrow. Oh, man, he keeps putting me back. Rory yeah. Sparrow's before you, me. You, uh, Dave DeBusher. <laughs> yo, yo, he's not that old, man. Bill Bradley. <laughs> no, I was uh, you're a funny guy. <laughs> it was... Uh, me, Gerald Wilkins, Gerald Johnny Wilkins. Newman, yes. Trent Tucker, and Mark Jackson. Okay, okay. Trent, Trent Tucker was old though. Trent Tucker, yeah, he was old. When he was young, he was old. But you, but you and Mark, your relationship was kind of like suspect at that time, right? Because it wasn't like, uh, you know, he, he was going to like put you under his wing. Right. He was only a year older than right. you. He didn't have that. Absolutely. Right? So, so were you just bumping heads and shit? No, me and Mark, really, honestly, we were really cool. Now, we had our moments. Okay. Just because we two alpha dogs. He think he's the man. I think I'm the man. And we're so young in age. We're both from New York City. Mm-hmm. So you had all those kind of things. You know, you got your friends, his friends. You know, they both at the game. And, and everybody's rooting for, you know, their individual player. But, uh, no, we were pretty good, man. We just... It was all about basketball. Yeah. You know, I wanted to play. He obviously wanted to play. And I don't think it was enough minutes for the both of us. But for the most part, we got along. Uh, he talked about it the other night. I tried to fight him in practice one day. Really? Yeah, yeah. How'd that yeah. happen? Yeah, just one of those days. He got came on your nerves. In, came in a little frustrated. Uh, and, yeah, I, I, I tried to fight him. But the good thing about Mark, he, you know, he, he was smart. He, uh, you know, he kind of just kept doing him and... Oh, he didn't feed into you. He didn't feed in. That's how a fight does break down. When somebody yeah. says one thing, somebody says the other, next thing you know, you know. Yeah. If someone's if one person's saying less, that shit may diffuse. Yeah. De escalation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a that's a good word. How do you say it? De escalation? De escalation. Uh Rob, hopefully today we'll have you'll have a premium Pete show word of the day. Yeah. We try to we try to help premium Pete with his I'm I'm a horrible pronouncer word sometimes. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Yo I, so you so you signed by the Knicks, right? Yeah. Speaking of Dallas, I, I, I keep on going back to this fucking car wash. How how much is even something like that? Your first round, 19th yeah. pick, right? Mm-hmm. Did your life change, right? You, now well, sudden, it was different back then. Okay. You know, you see all the money now. But my first my first contract was a three-year contract okay. worth $1.1 million. Okay. Uh, cumulative. Okay. You know, yeah. not a year. Yeah. So I was making, you know, that's an average of 300 and something a year. But and, you were, and you're telling me you didn't have to do nothing in the off season? Absolutely 300,000 <laughs> was good? First of all, this is why. Coming this out is, of college, that was great. 300,000 nowadays, man. These kids right now have spent by a chain for 300,000. Yeah, but 300,000 back then was pretty good. 300,000 yeah. now is still good. good. I mean, 300,000 now is good, too. What the fuck are you well, talking Well, it's great, about? to be honest with you. We <laughs> sound, we sound, we sound, right yeah, now? We like, sound crazy it. right now. Everybody <laughs> like, that's nothing. <laughs> So 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 you signed that contract, right? But then I heard that you wanted to be traded. Yes, and you did get traded. I did. To the Spurs, right? Yeah, yeah. I basically what, how did that happen? That trade. When did that happen? How, how did you? What did you do? You went went into the. Uh, I basically forced that trade. I, I just. How I, does that happen for those that don't know? Well, just being a, a malcontent, <laughs> and basically letting them know I wanted to leave. You know, I I, I didn't want to sit behind Mark Jackson. Uh, so it was either me or him, and obviously he was just rookie of the year, yeah, yeah. great player, 
And, uh, you know, they, they probably looked at him as more of a leader, more of in control. I probably was looked at like the, the renegade. Mula more loose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they made that decision. But did you, you know, going back, did you ever think like, why the hell, like we spoke about it, but not fully, like why did they, why did they fucking draft you? Yeah, yeah, I don't I, mean, I still don't understand that. I mean, I get it because a lot of times when you're in a draft and, you know, guys drop, mm. you know, and you're sitting there, you may say to yourself, Man, that's a talent. Right, right. This, you know, this guy's a just, gem. Yeah, yeah I don't want to just give him up. up. I could trade him. I yep. could use yes. him. I trade could make this works. Or, or think, the guy that's in front of him technically might break down. Yeah, All kinds of things know. could happen, but you you were the best player on the board. Absolutely. By far. Mm. I would by think far. so. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I just remember, how many seasons was it with the Knicks? Two seasons? Or no, it was a year and a half. half. One and a half. Yeah, I just remember that, that good season then. That yeah. good season was, it was really good. It was an incredible, like, like the team was running. And at that time, I, I, I still believed in Patino for a professional program. Mm-hmm. We've seen now that, that those type of offenses, they don't. Well, let me say this to you, because even in that bomb squad reunion, I found you know, I didn't really, you know, when you're going through it, you don't, you're not thinking about it. But Rick Pitino kindly ushered in this three-point shooting thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we were, that year with the bomb squad, we took the most three-point shots. So he kind of changed the game a little mm-hmm. bit. People forget that. Mm-hmm. No one mm-hmm. was shooting threes like that. It was inside it out. Was, it was, right, right. You know right. Every, everything was down to the post. Man, down to the, throw it in, well, get everything, it out. everything was based on uh, putting the ball in the post putting with the, the center in, yes, or power yes, forward. And then yes, if, if, and, if uh, that got too crowded, then you. Yes, and you had the shooting efficiencies were higher. You know, mm-hmm. when I was playing, a, a two-guard shot 52% from the field. Mm-hmm. You know, now a two-guard can shoot 40% and he's great. Right. So the game was different. Now it's come out to the three-point line. And everybody's shooting three-point lines. But actually, Rick Pitino started that. Mm-hmm. Got to give credit mm-hmm. where it's due. Yeah. What do you think about what's going on with the Knicks now and that whole, like, mellow shit that seems open to you? Yeah. Even just having Phil Jackson there as a GM. It's rough watching it. You yeah. know, I'm always going to be a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's rough for Carmelo. Yeah. You know? It's more sad, yeah. It's yeah, because, yeah. uh, you know, people forget soon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Carmelo's a great, great player. He's been mm-hmm. great for a long time. Uh, we know what he is. He's o- more of a O'Kill alum. Okay, alum, but he's more of a, a scorer than a facilitator. Mm-hmm. So you got to put the pieces around him. You got to understand who he is, and yeah. it's up to the team. The team paid him a hundred plus million. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to make it work. You know, yeah. you can't pay him that. Uh, say that he's he's great then, and then now things happen, and now you. I feel like they're throwing him to the wolves. Sure, sure, I mean? sure. Yeah. No, they, and they, I don't know if he deserves that. Now I do believe they have to make a decision. I do believe at some point he has to go, probably sooner than later, mm-hmm. uh, just because they got to move on. Yeah, and, they, and that's going to fester. And, and, he, and he's old. And, and Carmelo also, I feel like his window for him being really viable, not that he couldn't go to some other team and come off the bench if he wanted to. He's still a good player. but Yeah, yeah you know. but it's, I mean, it's, the, you know, it's, it's age. Sure, you sure, know? sure. I mean, it happens to the greatest. MJ, you know, yeah. just remember him at the Wizards. You can look at Carmelo. I was at the game the other night. And you can see he got old legs. He got mm-hmm. dead legs. He can't finish around a basket like he used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how do you tell something like that? Well, just watch him. I mean, you watch him from now on and see how many times he scores when he has the ball in the paint mm-hmm. over big guys. Mm-hmm. He has a problem scoring. So that, that that's a factor due to what? Your legs are just I think legs. Old. Yeah, yeah you Your know legs, I mean? age, conditioning. I mean, But I mean, it just... all starts with the legs. Mm-hmm. So whatever age, whatever, when the legs go, it's done. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. What, what, about, what about the back? 
Well, we know that. Yeah, <laughs> the back goes. You don't get to the so, legs. So, so you're <laughs> saying you knew you knew you played 17 years. First of all, congratulations mm-hmm. on playing 17. Mm-hmm. That's a Appreciate long it. fucking mm-hmm. time. Appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. did you know when when you? Re- I don't remember the day you retired or, right. or, or why right. you retired. Right. Did you retire because no team re- signed you? No, or I retired because I was a scrub by then. Okay, <laughs> like, really. Well, you don't know Your legs that. gave out? Yeah, you don't know that then because you always think as a competitor, yeah, you always best. think yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. best. Yeah. But, you know, as you reflect, you know, I look back and I know the years. And I actually remember kind of the time when, you know, I always had a step that I can get by somebody. Mm-hmm. I remember being on the court and somebody's guarding me and I'm like, wow, I can't get by him anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to call for a ball screen now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you, you can tell. Yeah. You know, you right, can right. tell. When you're honest with yourself. And, 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 you know, you and not only that, but I mean, just, just the, the way the league is transforming anyhow. I mean, you're going up against, you know, 19, 20, 21 year olds. But that's forever. Like, it doesn't even matter the age. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to be forever. Whether, whether you come in at 17 years old, uh, or you come in at 21, mm-hmm. you know, at some point in time, you go down and everybody else is coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's his just going to happen. Yeah. That's his life yeah. and sports. Do, yeah. you, do you feel, do you feel um, LeBron's argument that the Cavs aren't putting enough people around him is valid? If he says it is valid. Like, okay. I, I believe when you have your time to be in control, be in control. Mm-hmm. You know, people hate that, and I think the league hates it, and management doesn't like it, and I guess fans – don't really see it and well know, the, fan, the, the fans get guided by, by, by the, the media, media. Yes, yes, yes absolutely indeed. so they feed into it but i believe if you have that power then you have to use it because you're not going to have it for long mm-hmm. and then when you don't have it they'll throw you away right so i believe if, if if that's what lebron wants then i think he should try to do it you mean when you're in position when you're in position yeah. of power make, yeah make and you shit, can yeah. make decisions yeah. you can make things you know, happen then you have to do it your window that window is short mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Now you came when you came from college. You were signed by the Knicks, right? What is that for people who don't know? You know, like us regular people who don't play ball. Anybody listening, right? How special were you treated as a ball player? Meaning, like by the organization? You know, you, like like I went to uh, um, I went to uh, a Sixers game. No, no, a Washington game. Mm-hmm. And like they had like the players uh, inside the the stadium, or they had the players' cars parked, like in a in in, in like it looked like a fucking. A bank fucking safe. With all Lambos in there, like everything. Like you're treated. Obviously, you go from. I mean, college, you're a star. Girls, girls, all over. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. That's just sports. But then when you go to a, an organization, I mean, you're treated like a star too. But it's so quickly. Yeah. Were you able? Being from New York, I feel like sometimes we're able to like, you know, uh, maneuver into shit yeah. real quick because we got that bop and that's how we move. Yeah, yeah. Was that easy for you? Yeah, that that wasn't really a problem. And and it, uh, the years are different. The errors are different. You know, just like the money was lower, mm-hmm. well, they, we didn't get treated like they get treated now. Okay. You know what I mean? Those guys are coming out, I don't know, they make $20 million on their first contracts. You know, like I said, I made 300000 mm-hmm. So, And I hate to say this because this goes back to you thinking I'm a dinosaur. That was. <laughs> but... <laughs> but uh, we had projectors back then. Okay, to watch so film, I was, to watch I tape. was carrying a projector, the big case oh, okay. projector. Okay, you were like Will Smith with one of them things. Yeah, so. That, that was, oh, you used to have the big brick cell phones then too? Uh, yeah, you yeah, had a car. I think I, think, I didn't have one, but yeah. <laughs> but wait, 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 let's start. Let's start on Dallas. Internet, for a internet, Rod Strickland is older. He's not a dinosaur. Let's start on Dallas. But for he's a second. older. Washington or Portland? What was your biggest contract you signed? Because you signed for uh, it was in Washington. What was that? Do you remember? Uh, Forty million. Well, see, yeah. But I didn't get you all. See of that it. Dallas? Mm-hmm. What, what, what happened? What do you mean you didn't get? Well, all? it was the lockout. 
Oh, okay. So I got half of one year. Okay. So, okay. But yeah. But at one point in time, you were making ten million per year, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but your Portland years were incredible. Your Portland, yeah. like I don't, I vaguely remember your time in San Antonio. Um, they they hadn't. No, David Robinson would have been a, a rookie. They no, David Robinson was he? I, I think he was a rookie. Well, I think he was a rookie. Well, his second year, one that's so long ago. But right, right, right. The, I, the Spurs, I remember, I Spurs remember, weren't long. No, no, the Spurs. Spurs were really good then, though. Spurs were good. Spurs yeah. were good. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to yeah. think who's on, who's on the Spurs team. Uh, then, yeah, it was uh, David Robinson, Sean Elliott, Willie Anderson, mm. Terry Cummins. Mm. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Who else? Yeah. Yes, Willie was a great stopper. He was like, yeah, yeah. yeah Cummins, Cummins could get those boards Cummins for y'all. Was tough. Yeah, yeah. David. Seventeen uh, years. Seventeen years. And and I'm sure you find this funny when you sit back and think about it. Nine teams. Yeah. Right. Well, wait, 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 let's give it for the internet that may not know. You started with the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Then you went to San Antonio. Played in Portland a couple of years. Played in the Wizards or Bullets before the Wizards a yeah. couple of years. Then you went to the uh, um, Trailblazers again. Yep. And then you went to Miami Heat. Yep. Then the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Orlando Magic. God, what did they play for every fucking right, hold team? On, hold on, let me up. explain okay, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you go first and then I'll explain it. Okay, let me finish it out. Uh, Toronto Rapids and uh, Houston Rockets. Yeah. That's where you ended your career. Yeah. Good. Any, All right, any well, let me explain that. I played uh, 17 years, but I played 10 years with two teams. That's good. So Portland I, Portland and Washington. Washington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my last five years, I played for seven teams. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was just one of those situations. I was getting older. Probably had a little uh, rebellious reputation. So, you know, I kind of bounced around the last five years. Mm-hmm. What was it like for the, the when you go to a new team? Is it kind of like the first day of school? Are they nice? Do they welcome you? Do they haze you? No, nah, no hazing. That was <laughs> my hazing. The only hazing I got, and it really wasn't big hazing, was probably my first year with the Knicks. And, you know, we had Charles Oakley, Patrick mm. Ewing, mm. uh well, what they do? What they do? No, so? it, it wasn't like nothing real extreme, but you, you know Charles Oakley. Uh, I don't know him personally. No. I met Larry Johnson. Well, and, uh, you know, when he says do something, you do it. Okay, you know. So Charles Oakley might say, "Pack my bag. We going on a trip." Really? If he said, "No, nah, he didn't do that." But yeah. if he said that, I don't think too many people would have, you know, had <laughs> no, a problem he, with it. He had that grit, man. Yeah. Yo, actually, speaking of that, and let's get right into hip hop. Mm-hmm. When you came into the Knicks, what what was the locker room listening to? Because, Man. I mean, later on, obviously, you were mentioned in a multiple hip-hop songs. Yeah. But what were you listening to? What was the team listening to at that well, time? Well, back then, I, you know, it's Run DMC, it's mm-hmm. LL, mm-hmm. you know, I guess Nas is back then. Then as the years go on, it's Biggie and and uh, Tupac and, mm-hmm. you know, the the man Jay-Z, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's a lot of De La Soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably missing uh, Houdini. Houdini. Yeah. Yeah, classic, yeah. classic. But even uh, what, Curtis Blow, Curtis Blow, that might have even been a little before. Uh, yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> see, see, that was that was before your time, yeah, Rod. He trying to get you. Yeah, he trying to yeah. get you. I was a young you buck. You had no Earth, Wind, and Fire on young in the buck. locker room. <laughs> young buck. Did, did, did you wear a mink when you were sitting in New no, York City as a Nick? Never ever ever wore mink. Okay, okay. I, I'm not. You was never I, flashy. The men with minks. I'm not. I'm, I don't, mm. That's fly. No, I know, but I'm just something about the mink. I just, I just never could get it. You seem like more like a chinchilla kind of man. Anyway, need something gray, Al. No, 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 no. Rod is from the Bronx. Frank Lucas. Rod is from the Bronx. Rod is from the Bronx. That's that's working class folks, working class values. Rod is actually like army jacket type, like you know, army jacket fatigues hoodie. 
I mean, we, what? He Tim's. had a, little, no, a we, tie. He about to go do yeah, no, some we, work we dress, right we now. We dressed up. Okay. We dressed up. Yeah. But I, the mink thing, I just never got into. Okay. What okay. about, like, Allen Iverson and his, like, fashion and how he turned it up at the press conferences and stuff? That was, like, did you agree? Did you like it, hate it? Like, I mean, it's your style. It's your preference. You know, I think AI just, he came in and took the NBA by storm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a lot of things, not just, you know, on the basketball court, but. I mean, off the court, he had people following his lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually uh, made a dress code because of him. He mm-hmm. the reason they made the yeah, dress code. Yeah, they code. got tired of that. I mean, he spent $5 million on white tees yeah, out of his contract. He's a goat just for that. But I always respect the the, the one who ushers it in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not the follow-up. But mm-hmm. you you actually uh, are credited you know, as being, and uh, I'm going to have to pause this only because I'm from New York, <laughs> but as one of the best uh, ball handlers uh, uh, yeah, of yeah. all time. <laughs> yeah, you know they they you know they got Kyrie, who's yeah. actually your uh, godson. Your godson. Yeah. How, how did that even happen? Well, me and his father uh, went what, third grade. We've known each other since third grade. Mm. So we spent, I mean, you know, when we were young, we spent every day together. Mm-hmm. Then you know, as we got older, we obviously, you know, he's in college, I'm in college, I get in the league. But I mean, we spent we're family. Yeah, you know that's. I mean, that's family. Like that's everyday family. Did you see growing up? Did uh, you know and watching him grow up? Did you see what that he could be? What mm-hmm. he is? Kyrie no, Irving? because I was traveling and mm-hmm. I was doing my thing. But I remember, uh, and actually, I didn't remember this. But Dedrick, his father, told me. Mm-hmm. He said I saw Kyrie. We, we played in his gym, and Kyrie was real little, and he was handling the ball. And I said he gonna make you some money one day. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't remember telling him that, but mm-hmm. he, he he told me that story not too long ago. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really get a chance to see Kyrie. Uh, up until high school, mm. but I remember when Kyrie was in the ninth grade, my my older brother called me and said Kyrie's a pro. Now my older brother, he gives no credit to nobody. He's, right. you know, not he's even a, you. He's a critic mm-hmm. to me, yeah, but not everybody. <laughs> but he's a critic, and so once he said that, I was like, wow. Then I finally had a chance. I was coaching at the University of Kentucky, and uh, he was playing. Uh, he was with Duke then. No, no, no. Oh, he, he, he was still pro- in high school. Oh, he's in high school. Okay. Yeah, so he played at the LeBron James uh, Skills Academy. Okay. And that's when I first saw him, and I was like, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a pro. And first seeing him, he just did things that the normal players yeah. didn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, that finishing right hand, left and hand. And that spin like, like Godfather guns yeah, on to him. Yeah. But no they can, spin moves. It, it's yeah. funny, but, you know, I'm sure you heard that before, that they consider you one of the best ball handlers yeah. of all time. He just like yeah. saying ball yeah. handlers. Yeah, I, no. I, I mean. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean. That's got to be your assist to turnover ratio. Well, that helps. Yeah. If you can handle the ball, absolutely. Uh Chris Paul was, is an amazing ball handler. Chris Paul. Kyrie Irving, obviously. Kyrie's Who else? The uh, best. Uh, Jason Williams. Jason Williams. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Uh, Steph Marbury. I mean, we can go on. Superhead. She handles some balls. <laughs> no. Is there any advice that you gave to Kyrie as he was entering um, the, the league? NBA? Well, it's funny. When he, when he got drafted, uh, I sent him a text. And, I mean, not to go into the whole text, but it was basically at the end of the day when you walk in there, Walking there thinking long term. So at the end of the day, what you think? What do you want everybody to think of you? Right. When you get when you leave the league, because mm. that'll give you a little guidance of how you act and how you react. Right. Mm-hmm. And I told him every time you step out or whatever you're doing, you're always being evaluated. Right. And, and I only I- told him that because I know what I've been through, and I know you know I was kind of the rebel, the rebel, and I didn't think like that. Right. You know, I just wanted to play hoops. I didn't mm-hmm. think all the other things. And so just because of my experiences, you know, that's that's one thing I would tell any young kid. When you step in there, just 
try to try to think of what you want people to think of you afterwards. Mm. When you th- walk th- thinking of your door. legacy and longevity and a long, and a yeah. long, long thing that that is hard to to kind of put in front of somebody who's twenty two years old. And you're right; they just want to you just, just want to step on the pedal and go a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, I didn't want to do. I wasn't in the interviews. I wasn't into you know they talked this branding stuff. Mm-hmm. I wasn't into none of that. I didn't. I wasn't in the TV mm-hmm. unless it, unless I was on the court. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so I didn't really get the big picture. Mm-hmm. And you know, back then, you know, I was a young kid, but I kind of had to guide myself. Mm-hmm. You know, my brothers were two, three years older than me. You know, my mother and father they didn't see me play basketball till like my junior. I think I was in junior high school. My you, grew up with mom, you grew up with mom and pop? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we were kind of, I, I kind of had to figure it out on my own. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, today I always tell me and Kyrie's father talk a lot. And I always tell him, you know, Kyrie got, Kyrie got the best of it because his father was with me. Mm-hmm. So he ex- he experienced everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we friends. So he, he saw the good, the bad. He saw my bad decisions. He saw... You know what I had to do to to, to become a, a a pro and become a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw all the, the pitfalls, all of that. So, you know that's that's big time. You yeah. know that's big time. You know you speak you speak on 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 your you know all the mistakes and all the positives you made and all the mm-hmm. mistakes you made. That's his life. That's and I always life. think sports is life. Like I always relate sports to being life sometimes. Absolutely. What what are some of the things that you had to change or, so, or sometimes? Or, but the, the, there's not a microscope. On you or me fucking right. up. There's a microscope on Rod, uh, particularly, or, and I should say athletes now. Athlete Absolutely. now steps off the court, and he's still got a, a, a little eye trained on him where if he steps in a certain club, if he, you know. True, true. But but I will say this. Sports are imperative, and I feel like not everyone plays sports anymore as they're growing up. They're rather stay inside, or they're not really. I, I, I grew up where we were outside all day. But keep in mind, like, even my daughter, like I have a, a daughter. She said, she's going to be 17, but. Mm-hmm. I tried to get her in sports for a minute. I got her into softball very little. Didn't work. But the right. point, reason why I wanted to get her in is there's nothing like that 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 team and 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 meeting people and 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 getting along and and, and striving and learning to failure and learning to success. But let alone in that, forget about that for a second. Some of your failures. What did you have to change to make you into the person you are today? Because well, you seem more calm, cool. You yeah, know, like, well, I'm, but I've always been mm. like this has always been my personality. I just think. Uh, probably just a little rebellious, you know, mm. kind of prideful. You know, I was one of them dudes. I couldn't talk to me any kind of way. Mm. You know, the authority. You mm. know, I think the the thing I would say, the, the thing I would say the most is that I probably wish I was more professional. Mm. And that's really just kind of knowing what's going on. Like I said, I, I came into the NBA and, you know, I was pure, strictly basketball. Mm. Like I didn't get, you know, I wasn't into like, I don't know, socializing with certain people or or maybe management or like I was just basketball and mm-hmm. I was I was kinda a quiet to myself guy. Unless even, even after unless the you game? really knew me. Like mm-hmm. going out and shit with No, that? no, no, no. Okay. He's like <laughs> I was but, but I was but I was more a quiet okay. mm-hmm. a quiet guy and, and, and probably not a trusting person, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all my friends now are the friends that I grew up with. Oh, mm-hmm. so you're still your friend? Yeah, so I, I you know, I don't have I have a lot of NBA associates, a lot mm-hmm. of dudes I have a lot of respect for, I talk to. Uh, but, like, every day calling and knowing where you're at, what you're doing, it's been my guys I grew up with. Mm. So I had a little trusting issue. 
And like I said, I think at the end of the day, I probably wish I'd have been more professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, listen, hip hop definitely loves you, and we'll go back to that. You know, in, in Wu Tang's Triumph, uh, Raekwon mentions you. Yeah, you made him drunk like Rod Strickland. Make him jump like yeah. Rod Strickland. Where were you when you heard that? And did you ever meet him or anything? I don't even remember where I heard it uh, or where I was at, rather. But uh, I didn't. I never really met him. That's no? what's funny. Like, I, it's funny, I think I saw him out one time, and I said, what's up to him? And I don't even know if he knew who I was. <laughs> yeah, nah, <laughs> no, nah, he knew who you was. He knew who you no, was. No, but, but, but I never really, really mm-hmm. met him. But I knew people uh, around that circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why I mean? do you think they mentioned you? I, I, I take it as love. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. I mean, they, they saw me play, and they obviously, there was something, yeah. you know what I mean? Now, because so. Triumph, I mean, that song is... is, is yeah. Is man, I, I want to run through. I, I want to run through the wall when I put on Triumph. They you know? keep me relevant. I yeah. hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like that's you know they come to me, make them jump like Rod Stewart. They don't even say my name. They say that phrase. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he, shouts to Raekwon for that. I, yeah, I, I wanted sure. to pull back when you were talking about uh, uh, coming up. I'm thinking of during this this mid '80s, um, mid to late '80s era um, of Bronx. De- like hoops development, there was mm-hmm. Riverside Church in Manhattan and Gauchos in the Bronx. Were you a Gaucho? You know your ball, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that. Those were the two. If that, you was that playing was AAU, and if you was really somebody, right, you were playing with those two teams. So, so go, going through the Gauchos, I mean, going through that system, I, I, it's probably different now. I mean, I don't think the Gauchos are around now. No, they are. They, oh, they are. are actually somebody. I just saw a Gaucho downstairs actually when I was coming up. Take it, dope, but uh, dope. no, the Gauchos are still around. Uh, you know, they hit a little snag for a little bit, but mm-hmm. they, they're back. And, well, they've never been gone, but I think their profile is about to... Is about to rise up again. Yeah. Good, good, good. Now, the, the, I bet they're probably more into developing these young players now. Because I, I think there was also a different mindset back then, too, where it was you were going to go from high school to D1. Where now, some of these kids, they got to prep them for a pro game. At 17, that's 18 great, years great old. That's a point. Like, that's a great – I tell people that all the time because I tell them the difference is when I grew up, I didn't know what I was. Like, I didn't know – like, when I was a young fella, I didn't say I'm going to be a pro. I just looked up to them like, wow, you know, I would love to do that. But I didn't have in my mind, yeah, I'm going to be a pro. Mm-hmm. So when I was in junior high school, I'm like, dang, am I going to be good enough for high school? Then when I was in high school and I started excelling, I still said, dang, am I going to be good in – College. For college? Yeah. yeah, like I still had anxiety. I mm-hmm. never just was that comfortable where I felt like, you know, I'm the man. Mm-hmm. So what made you, now when you went to college, I'm sure you figured, am I good yeah. enough for the NBA? What made yeah. you opt out a year early? Well, my first year of college, uh, I'll never forget. I think my, the first national TV game was against Georgetown. Now, mm-hmm. you know, back then, Georgetown mm-hmm. was everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember playing real well against Georgetown. And, uh, and I remember Al McGuire on TV saying, a star is born. Mm. And that was the first time I said, wow, you know. I mean, got something here. Yeah. So, was Pat still at Georgetown? With no, his last he year? Okay, that he, was, he graduated. He just, yeah, yeah, he had graduated a year before. Just, dig it, yeah. dig it, dig it. Yeah, I said, you're yeah. young, man. You're young. I'm trying to tell you that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, you grew up. You grew up. You young, but you grew up back yeah. then, though. You was yeah. growing up back then. Yeah. But uh, to the to the basketball question, what were you saying about basketball? Well, well I'm 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 just I'm just saying to myself, wow, these young players get developed right very That's early right. now. Where in your time, I mean, the the focus on development was like, all right, we're just going to get you to to college. We're not going to prep you for a pro game. Well, I think it was better back then because I think they prepped you like. 
you had to take those steps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I learned to dribble with my right hand, left hand from day one. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned to lay up right hand, left hand. So when I got on the court, there was no limitation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some of these guys now, uh, or young fellas, you know, they're physically gifted, and coaches just ride them. Okay. You know what I mean? So they may not give them all the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're so talented. And, you know, I'm obviously they're teaching them something. But back then... I think we were more fundamentally sound. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for a fact, I watch these kids now, I'm coaching. So I know when they walk into college, I, I see their deficiencies. Mm-hmm. And I know when I walked into college, you know, I, I know ready. how I was. So, you, you know, you, you and, actually and, got and that a... preparation uh-huh. from day one, I had a, uh, from Mitchell Projects, Mitchell Bullets, um, a man named Dave McCollins came in the gym and, you know, probably basically changed my life mm-hmm. because he was that coach, mm-hmm. you know, that he taught us how to play. Uh, all the fundamentals. He taught us how to be a team. He taught us how to uh, uh, look out for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, one like fight, everybody fight. Like a father figure? I hate to use that word because yeah. I got a father. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, no, but sometimes. I, no, I know what you're yeah. saying, but I just, me, I just. Mental. Sometimes mental. we Great have mental. a father. Mental. 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 But, like, sometimes we have a father, but our father ain't always there. Right, no, like, no, like, no. Like, I'll be honest with you. I love my father. My mm-hmm. father is the greatest, man. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't that type of dude to yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, go out and play catch yeah. with me. Because well, he was working father, four jobs. And I know. To catch your my ass father in the wasn't like that either, but that's my pops, and I know. So, right, right, right. You know, I respect that. Yeah. Mentors, yeah. mentors, mentors are valuable. So, so, I mean, now picking up on that, you get you get to see players now uh, come to your program, and, and it's almost like you got to give them remedial basketball in some instances. Well, yeah. You say remedial? Well, no. but it, You remember that you're, class? But you're right. Like, I. I think you always got to start with the fundamentals, and I think if you haven't, if you haven't been under that for years, then you have to start from that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, the kids or the older guys they look at that kind of funny. But I remember I was at the height of my career, and I used to be out in the street with a with a guy named Mister Page, mm-hmm. and I used to be, and I'm 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 probably 25 years old at the height of my career, and I'm in the street with little kids doing dribbling drills mm-hmm. around his neighborhood. Now, I'm a pro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I believe in that. Yeah. Like, I believe in the fundamentals. Like, I believe it. I don't care. Like, you talk about Kyrie. You talk about Steph. I can guarantee you they all started with, I know for sure, you know, Kyrie. Mm-hmm. They all started with the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. You know, then you put all the extra sauce and the special stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But but that's why they can get to the extra sauce and the right. special because they have that great foundation. Right. That's right. kind of being lost overall yes. in this generation from sports, music, anything. Like the same way yes. you had to perfect your dribble, like uh, artists back in the day had to perfect their yes. their, their craft and their flow right. and, and sonnets and learning about right. counting bars. These new generations, they don't care about none yeah, of that. kind of skipping the process. Yeah, they just have all these learning curves. Yeah. And I just feel like even though they have that, they should still tap into the fundamentals. Absolutely. And I'm not knocking anybody. I'm not knocking I'm a new knock school or anything. Knock, knock, knock. When you cut corners, you find yourself sometimes like, don't get me wrong, people want to work smarter, not harder mm-hmm. in anything you do in life. Mm-hmm. But when you cut corners, like, I, I'll be honest with you. I took a lot of shortcuts in my life right. and that shit halted a lot of my life. Right. I didn't know that till later right. on, right. but I, I should have just waited in line, you know, right. in, instead of, But it, of, it you creates know. that little humbleness, you know, you start from the beginning mm-hmm. You know, right. it's like write a passage. It's like this, this, this nigga has no humility. Yeah. He's still fucking up. But no, it's it's, it's <laughs> but it's like a write a passage. It's like growing up. You know, I had to go out in the park and I had to 
I had to win over the older guys. Right. Like, I couldn't just step on the court. I had to do something special to stay on the court, and then I had to win. Yeah. So you couldn't be the young dude, yeah, get yeah. on the court, Talking don't do shit. nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. shoot every yeah, shot, yeah. and you lose. Yeah. So I had to make sure I got guys the basketball and then win. Yeah, but the good thing about back in the day was once you proved that, then you, it was like good. you were cemented good. in. You know, a complex did a um, – you familiar with Complex Magazine? Yes. Complex, they did a, a, a list a couple of years back that I thought was uh, pretty dope. They did 25 retired NBA players who deserve signature sneakers. Mm-hmm. They never got one. And when they came to you, they said, uh, you know, his style of play and ruthless mentality on and off the floor made him a fan favorite for almost every city he played in. How many players would refuse to play in an all-star, in an all-star game <laughs> if picked because they were pissed they got snubbed before? Like Chuck, he wasn't a role model, but he could have pushed kicks. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, I, I've never seen that. That is great. I'm okay. You got a frame now. Wait, hold, yeah, what, 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 what all-star game <laughs> did, you, did you? I'm about to explain that. Okay, explain, explain that. Explain well, that first. That was one of those things where I've had, I had a few years where I should have been on all-star, I thought. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's think about this. One year, I think it's 1997. Yeah, I know it's 1997, mm-hmm. but... I, I averaged 18 points, 10 assists, mm-hmm. five rebounds. Mm-hmm. Not, not too shabby. I led the league in assists. Mm-hmm. Okay. I made all Talking NBA second team. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the all-star team. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that says something. You know what I mean? Did you have an ex- who, who was Who was first list? I don't remember. I mean, I know MJ was, but I, don't, I no, no, no. But I mean, at point at, at the point I don't, spot, probably Penny Hardaway could have been or whatever. I don't know. But or my point or something. is, you was you was. The, I mean, Stockton, led the league in assists. Like yeah. I feel like. Every Did year Stockton alone, yeah. played, he probably led the league in assists. Right, so for right, you to right to squeeze, in yeah, 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 in the Western so, Conference. So that was a thing, and mm-hmm. I was a little pissed that I didn't make it. So some reporter came up to me, you in the heat of the moment, yeah, and I told him. You know, I wouldn't play if they voted for me, but that's a lie. You know, I don't yeah. play right away. Like I so you never, put, so you never got into an All Star game. Got, no. What do you Man. think that like was that held you back? Well, politics. I think, no, well, politics, of course, but it was more of like again, like I told you earlier, I wish I'd have been more professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you didn't get voted in, then the coaches got to vote you in. Yeah. So because I had a little reputation, it's I had a little way about you're me. Sensitive, you're not playing. Like, you petty, you know, yeah. You know, you know he's Come a cancer. On, yeah. yeah. Uh, he she did her research. Back. He gonna come back for <laughs> yo, you. Yo, uh, are you on any social media? Are you on social media? I just got on social. media. What Twitter, Instagram? What is it? I got on Twitter like, I think a month ago. What is that? What's your name on there? It's Rod underscore Strickland. And what about Instagram? You mess with that yet? I, I'm about. I'm. I'm like a newbie. Okay. I, okay. I'm, I'm the yeah. old school dude Aww, that said I'll never so get on it. Yeah. Now here you are. Now here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was that dude too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was you lying? Yeah. So no, I was. I from on Instagram for years. Oh. So now, let's now go, I'm crazy with it. Now let's go back to. Uh, uh, so you wore Nikes, and uh, you were a Nike athlete. But yes. back then, what does that even mean? What does a Nike athlete mean? That they just gave you free sneakers? Did they well, give you money? Back then. Uh, the beginning part of Nike, I think I just got sneakers. Mm. But then as the years went on, you know, I got a paycheck. Okay. Why, just to wear them? Yeah. So that's, okay, but mm. why Why do you think that, you know, this day and age, I mean, and even them writing that was complex, mm. you, you would have made a great signature shoe probably. You well, know? again, it goes back to the uh, professionalism. It goes mm. back to, mm. you know, what they thought of me. Mm. And, you know, I had some run-ins and some bumps and mm. all that. So I think that affected all that. And it goes back to me not really understanding what I really wanted because mm. all I wanted to do was be on the court so I didn't really care what you thought of me you mm-hmm. know what I mean like I, I had that it, yeah. rebellious kind of way mm-hmm. and I don't I'm not trying to like glorify that but I just that's how you are yeah I just you know I was kind of the I was kind of the guy that I always wanted to be the normal dude yeah 
you know. So I didn't kind of outgrow everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I kind of stayed, you know. And I think, too, just playing and just playing in the moment doesn't mean that you're going to think, oh, you know what, I'm not going to be playing one day. Or it's gonna be there's going to be 20 years uh, of me not playing. What do I want people who didn't get to watch me? Think about me, and that's that's yes, exactly. Right, and, uh, right. Now, now the good thing is that you were good enough, you played good enough, you were you took enough time with your craft that now we can talk about you. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what? You know, you know what? let's take a break, and uh, then we'll come back. We'll finish up with Rod Strickland. Hot Rod, Hot Rod is in the building. Miss Wilson knows. <laughs> Dallas not, not Penn. Not that old. You listen to the Premier Bronx P Buckets. Show. You well, not old at all. Gaucho no, Rod. Help me out. We'll be right back. We'll one dinosaur si- Rod. We'll one assist away. Nah, don't, call right. don't call him Dinosaur, dinosaur Rod. Rod. What's the matter with you? <laughs> we'll be right back. Internet. Cheer. Internet. You already know this episode is brought to you by the good folks at Bevel. We appreciate them, and we know you appreciate them too. And I'm I'm almost positive this ain't the first time you're hearing their ad because you know why they're putting out official product. And if you have a beard or you have a goatee, a mustache, or even a lady looking to shave her on the arms or... or, If your box out here looking like Heathcliff. Head over to GetBevel.com forward slash Pete. Find out what discounts they got for you. Trust me, they got you covered. Women, men, anybody. Tell a friend to tell a friend. GetBevel.com forward slash Pete. Now let's get back to the show. Ow. Cheer. Internet, and we're back. Yo, Rod, you never smoked any uh, weed back then? No, I don't know. No. You Damn, know, you still I don't do a roll up no, for you no, too. No. What about drinking? Right? Drink. Okay. Any, any of that? No. no. Okay. Don't you do that go- to this black no. man. How dare you? How dare no. you? No. No. Hey, America listen. late again. Honestly, honestly, no. NBA player back then. He, he played seventeen years. Premier Pete. Well, he definitely he, seventeen years. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even think he really drunk. Yeah. He might have just smelled something. What the fuck is drunk? Like drank, you mean, right? You, yeah, you heard what he said. Yeah, yeah, I'll fix him. I fix him. That's black people. Now we drunk. We when we show up on the scene, <laughs> it's, it's what happens when the bottle is empty. <laughs> right. It was drunk. It's a now, verb. <laughs> now over the years, over the years, what I, what, what I like to hear from you over the years, you, you made some good money. But did you uh, ever like spend that carelessly, like on like what you know, growing up, like you grew up in the Bronx, right? So you know, you didn't have every like when we grew up. I, I consider to myself. You know, nobody likes. Did you put fur on your car wheels? No. <laughs> what did you put? Did, le- have, did you did put have big rims? Okay. okay. But, did you put leather on something that leather don't belong on? No. Did you ever like have cornrows? No, absolutely not. Okay. No, no, no. I, I could see that. I just let yeah. the but why, break. But why are you got... saying absolutely not? I just was. Well, I mean, I had cornrows probably when I was. 12, so, 13 yes. years old. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess I guess. Yeah, you got yeah, a little right. goonie nah, moment. No, no, no. I can see because he, like, he Rod, got that good Native American. That's what I'm saying. Rod yeah, Garage yeah, came yeah, from the yeah, time yeah. when Rod's ways used to be spinning. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, right, you were, did you wear, yeah. you, did you wear a, a do-rag at practice? Was that one? Never, no, never wore a do-rag. Never wore a do-rag. No. Never wore a do-rag. Never wore a do-rag. What about brush? Never, you got your waves to spin without a do-rag. Uh, naturally, no. 360? I never wore a do-rag. All right, all right, all right. Did you ever have any rivals? Uh, What do you mean? Like, on the court? No, I mean off the court, like anybody that, because I know on the court, everyone's your rival that's not on your team. I mean, like off the court, like anybody that kind of like side-eyed you or like made you feel like you I'm, may have to square up and lock I'm them. sure that's happened plenty of times. No no one in particular, but that that goes with the yeah. territory. You can't. You can't play 17 years and not have some of that. Right. Sure, you got right. that. When your right. number one rivals was was John Stockton, we mentioned him, mm-hmm. and we and Jordan. Then you played against Jordan a lot too. Yes, yes, yes. Gary Payton. But I'm talking about I'm talking the about people glove. he went up against head to head. Right. Pause. Yeah, good pause. pause. Good pause. Good pause. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go head to head. Gary Payton, mm-hmm. John Stockton. Which 
either of those, because you see those guys being in the Western Conference a lot. Mm-hmm. You've seen those guys a lot. Mm-hmm. Who did you dread more? Well, I mean, or, or look forward to more. Yeah, because I don't know if I dreaded anyone, but mm-hmm. the toughest one. I mean, you had GP, obviously, you mm-hmm. had Stockton, but don't forget about Kevin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Phoenix. Oh, Kevin Phoenix, Johnson was, right? Yeah, Sick he, he was a his problem. His handle was dumb. He was a problem. So all three of those guys, but you can keep going. I can go to the Eastern Conference and go with Tim Hardaway, mm-hmm. Nick Van Exel. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time you step on the court, especially as a point guard, you know, you in for you know you in for a night. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. be ready. Mm-hmm. You got to be ready. So, continues to tell us some of uh, your uh, craziest spending sprees. No, I mean he's modest. I, I mean, I know, you, know, you I definitely bought the, something good. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, I can look back at plenty of things and, and say that was stupid. That was dumb. You, you was know, out here tricking? No, 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 no. <laughs> he tells you he's a trip. But uh, well, I haven't said that before. You even go into that. Uh, how many kids you got? Uh, four. Four. How yeah. many baby mamas? Yeah. One. Okay. Oh, well, praise the Lord. Rod, you, you just Rod. knocking down barriers. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, about, so, uh, what about buying your first home? Do you remember that? Like, was that an amazing feeling? Yeah, well, the amazing feeling was buying my mother's okay. first How that happened? Did my you surprise father, her? Rather. Did you surprise her? Uh, it wasn't a surprise. It was basically... You know, she was like, "You better get me a house. I seen your nah, bank account. Where the nah, hell is my nah. house at? You hang, hanging out with Michael with the yeah. big hoop earring? Yeah. No, my mother. I want father, my house. They, they, they wasn't like that. They Where'd you they move them to? Nice, uh, nice area. Oh, in Jersey. Okay, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Alpine. Hey, you ain't have none of your like your cousins or your old homeboys trying to pull up and ask you for things and trying to empty hammer your bank account. Well, I mean, that's you know, you you get that, you get that, but uh. I mean, that's all part of it. But you that's said you've been friends up. with the same guy. So yeah. how do you, like, how did you know who to keep, who to get rid of, and, like, who to take care of, who's good? Like, But it wasn't about uh, keeping and getting rid of her. Cause it's my, about keeping and getting rid of her. No, no, no. But the guys who I grew up with, they mm. keepers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, those are my guys. And I think, I think you lived a life where you could see it's in front of you. Well, you, it you gets a see, little distorted because yeah. yeah. you meet people and you think, they might be friends or, yeah, or they might be having your best interest and yeah. those are the ones who yeah. wind up messing up taking advantage and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. but your core like my guys who I grew up with they're keepers there's mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. getting rid of any of them I just mm-hmm. lost a friend of how old is that whole uh, carry <laughs> the one 20 years over what over what she had to go over what over nonsense, but you know I'm petty, so it's, it's just it's, over. It's petty tendergrass, but it's yeah. usually always over, over nonsense. Not only just just yourself, it's just always <laughs> over nonsense. You know we can't skip. You said Jordan, mm-hmm. and I know you heard this before. I'm sure people ask you, mm-hmm. but I would love for you to tell us a story, maybe that many people you haven't told before about Jordan in your time, like you know playing know, him or yeah, it's no story. talking Remember that shit time to you. What the white girls over? Yeah. No, 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 not that. That's the, no, 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 Jordan no, would talk some shit. No, yeah, Jordan but there's no stories, but. Like, because you all saw it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get, I remember we played them in the playoffs. Uh, uh, played them pretty good when I was with the Washington uh, Bullets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had C. Webb and Juwan Howard and Calvert Chaney and all those guys. But he gave us 50 one night. Yeah. You know, gave it to us real easy. Mm. And uh, actually, one of the players cried after the game, kind of had to console him. But uh, the, the MJ story's out there. All you got to do is look at the footage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's no real, like, Secret story. Right, right, but when you right. were playing, when you were playing MJ, I mean, you know, you knew that this guy was next level. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Knew that right away. Well, I mean, I saw him in college, so before I even stepped in the league, I knew he was, mm-hmm. you know, that dude, mm-hmm. and like everyone else. 
Mm-hmm. Now, Let's go back to college. Um, you play with a brother named Dallas Comedies. One of my coworkers to this day, if he sees me, he has to call me Comedies. Well, why? So what the hell is Comedies? Because, because the, the, the gentleman's name was Dallas. Dallas Comedies and Rod Strickland played together on DePaul. Okay, DePaul in the college. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of what other duo. That's a last name? This was His last name was Comedies. But again, their, their tandem at DePaul was nothing to fuck with. Nothing short of... of Pretty fantastic. It's pretty good. Yeah, so why they call you Dallas? Well, my my first name's Dallas. I mean, Comedy. I'm sorry. My man calls me Comedy's just just to go along with the Dallas. Is he white? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he the white person? No, he's a black dude. He's all trying to rename somebody. Well, only a only a black (laughs) dude will remember Dallas Comedy's. You know, always trying to rename Philadelphia. Oh, he's from Philly. He's from Philly. Yeah. He's from Philly. Wow, wow. Yeah. Dig that, dig that. Where was, let me ask you, where is DePaul? Is DePaul in Ohio? Was that? It's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. Yeah. Got a free ride to that, right? Yeah. Full scholarship? Full scholarship. How, how did that even happen? Like, uh, is that came in the mail or, or, or you know? You... <laughs> no, uh, it's just like now. You just get recruited. You know, colleges are watching. Now, the reason why I say that for is like, you know, I, I mean, I've never been in a situation. He's, he was going to Oak Hill Academy. No, but people get like their letter like. In no, the, they, yeah, get, no, they no, pull no. up to your it's house like, with two white girls, a car. <laughs> no, I've se- I saw it. I'm loving. No, I saw that's it in not, the movie. That's, uh, that's how they Jesus get you. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah, that's how they get you. He got game? The God get you. Go ahead. So what you going to say? But you do get letters. Yeah. You know, from I got letters from most schools. Yeah. But I was a DePaul fan. Okay. Like. They almost didn't have to really recruit me because mm. I saw DePaul on TV. See, back then we didn't have all these radio, I mean, uh, television stations. Right? Mm. So you didn't have ESPN and all this. Mm. So at DePaul back then, they played on uh, CBS and NBC. Mm. So they would get like two, three games on one, four games on the other. So it would be seven games on national TV. Mm. Everybody wasn't on TV. And then there was a station called WGN. WGN. Out of Chicago, was, yeah. Which was nationwide. Dig it. So it, they was na- it they went, was nationwide yeah, even before WGN, cable. Then, really, WGN was in every city. Yeah, dig it. So I basically was on TV every night, mm-hmm. and my whole thing was I wanted to be on TV. I wanted people to see me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just playing competitively, yeah, not, yeah, like, not like not right. like I want to be seen. But as a basketball player, right? I wanted, but but I wanted, DePaul was the ticket to DePaul to, to, to getting that exposure. DePaul was a top ten program back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. And yeah. and you were in high school, and the scouts you knew the scouts were there. Yeah, you know, were you yeah. ever nervous? And then you go to the camps. No. No. Like, who would you tell probably you would be more nervous who you playing against than the scouts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who would tell you that the scouts were there or you just knew? You just knew? You, you would know, like, after a while, because they'll talk to your high school coach. He'll mm. tell you how oh, such and such will be here or they may be at practice. Mm. Uh, you know, so you, we didn't have all this media. We had a uh, we had a, a magazine called Street, Street and Smith. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's how we got our information. We didn't know these guys. Like, yeah. They were all across the country yeah. uh, in well, L.A. or whatever. Come, yeah. We didn't know them. A lot of these scouts, too, in those type of schools, they come in type of you know low profile. No, but I'm saying we didn't know the players. Okay, you okay. Know? You know what I mean? Now everyone knows each other. Everybody's, you know, handshakes and how you yeah. doing. But when we played against somebody from out of state, it was personal. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's mm-hmm. like they think you better than me. Mm-hmm. No, I'm better yeah, than you. Yeah, let me show you. So it wasn't like we had this all Facebook friendship. Facebook friends. Yeah. yeah. But that, that, that's my point. There's, yeah. there's, there's a whole system now, a whole mechanism now that's funneling these great players. Because, like, like for instance, this Jordan Brand Classic. Now, they have a game. They have an international game. Mm-hmm. So they don't just have a game with the, the kids from the best 50 states, but then right. they have a game right. that's pooling the, the best kids from Puerto Rico, yeah. Mexico, yeah. Canada, Alaska. Yeah, it's big time. And, and I mean, Canadian kids now yeah. are coming out. It's global. You know, right. basketball is right. global now. Right. We, 
you know, it like soccer now. So. Yeah, to have a foreign player back then was rare. Right. Yeah. You know, right. so the, the game and everything has changed. And, and but it's, it's helped. It helped to evolve. You know, you so look at people like Yao Ming, all that money. Make Jeremy Lin. You look at. I mean, yeah. you, you Jeremy know. Lin's from America, dude. Yeah, but you don't you don't think uh, in China they're going crazy for him when yeah, he was going nuts? What are you talking crazy. about? They're going nuts. They couldn't keep uh, roast pork fried rice or chicken fried rice <laughs> on the fucking table at that time. Shots to all of them, my Chinese families. They or come, Asian. They're coming for you. No, no, no. no. Listen. <laughs> they, oh, he did not only have is a chicken wing. No, but you know what? Another thing, too. A lot of people, and I'm sure you heard this over the years, would say Rod Strickland was underrated. Mm-hmm. You 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 got to tell me this ain't the first time someone has told no, you that. No, no, absolutely. Not. What what was always uh, your thoughts about people who thought that? I mean, I, I take that as a compliment, mm. you know, only because I couldn't get all that credit probably from, mm. you know, like just the all star thing. Mm. I know? think many so, people didn't appreciate you till you stopped playing. Mm. Yeah, well, I, no. If if you ask any player, mm. I think they'll tell you what it is. Mm. Uh, and a lot of times when I'm out and, and people, I always get a lot of love. Mm. So mm. I don't. The underrated part, I mean, I kind of get it, but I don't, you know, I feel a lot of love from people. You know, yeah. people remember course, me. Course, they, so I don't, the underrated part to me is it goes more to like the all-star games. Mm-hmm. It goes more to the basketball and maybe where they look at me, you know, ranking-wise or stuff like that. But, uh, you know, as a basketball player, I think those who know basketball, you know, they remember and they know. Yo, you got to tell me if this is bullshit. I was doing some research, and I seen that they said that before the game, you used to eat, like, yeah, hot dogs and story. then try to throw throw up. Tell us the, what the you fuck is that about. Yeah, funny. <laughs> now, tell us about that. Uh, no, I just – I would just go to probably my diet, and it probably goes back to what I tell you, the professionalism. Yeah. So I just went to hoop. So I didn't really think eating a hot dog or eating pizza or eating popcorn was a problem. Five minutes before game time? I go into court, and I do what I do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't look at it like that. You know, now looking like it didn't back at you. it. Yeah. Now looking back at it, you know, it sounds now a little look back at re- it. So you used to so you used to vomit, they were saying like Well, no, that had nothing to do with that. Okay. That was nerves. Okay. So I used to throw up before every game. I was like the Willie Beeman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Willie Beeman. But I, like, I played, any given Sunday. Yeah, I played with Jawan Howard uh in Washington, in uh Houston and Orlando. Mm. So we would be there. We would be in the locker room before the game. Coaches mm. talking, mm. and I would excuse myself, and they hear me throwing up. Mm. So by the second or the third team, Jawan used to tell him, "Don't worry about him. He's yeah. all right. Just yeah. leave him alone." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was just it was nerves. Mm-hmm. It was nerves. Yeah. It was you getting yourself ready to to yeah, get rid of the excess. It was weird though. Like I did it in college. Too. It was weird. Yeah. But it was like I would feel. You know. Do you do that now when when your team is getting ready to have a big no, game? No, but this is this is the thing. At the end of my career. When I wasn't playing much, mm-hmm. I didn't do it. Mm. You know what I mean? But when I was that dude and I was sure, sure, playing sure. minutes, yeah. I did it. But at the end, I didn't. And performing and performing yeah. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, another thing that really comes to mind is, you know, now that you moved over to being an assistant coach in college and you, ne- you basically never left the game of basketball. Yeah. You know, but then when I look at when I look at stuff, I say, I look at uh, one Hall of Fame speech really sticks out to me is Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. And he says, if uh, there's anything that I could ever regret is not being there enough for my kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
life of a basketball player, you're always on the road, man. Mm-hmm. You know, when, you know, you may miss, a, you know, first day of school, you may miss a pageant. You may, you know, how is your connection with your kids? Yeah, man? no, I, absolutely. That that happens. But I have a great relationship with my kids. You know, mm-hmm. my, my two boys are playing. Uh, oh, I heard what your, your son is nasty. I heard. He, he I heard play. you got something on deck, man. You, know, you want me to tell you what you told Kyrie? You can make a lot of money with this kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my connection is good. On. You know, my my oldest daughter who's like twenty one. She probably got most of the me traveling everywhere. Mm. But you know, luckily, you know, I, when I retired, you know, I was able to kind of settle in. I have a great relationship with him, mm. and that means a lot. You know, it means a lot. Yeah, you know, just being there. But what about your son? You know, uh, tell us a little bit about that. I know that he's uh, was he in high school. Yeah, he's in high school. He's a They're junior. talking about him a lot. No, he can play. He's pretty good. He still got a ways to go. I always tell him. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I'm not into the hype machine, but I, I think he's good. I think he's growing. I think he'll get better. You know, I've watched him grow and mature. You know, each year he's gotten better and better. But you know, I'm 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 the old school dude. I think you know it's steps. When yeah, when you bring them fundamentals, don't do he be like, uh, oh, they don't want to listen. He be on Instagram, yeah. like, like, my pops. No, nah, they don't want to listen. They got this mm-hmm. filter. Yeah, nah, they don't want to listen to me at all. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, we battle in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and but I always have other people around me mm-hmm. that I make sure they get to them a little yeah. bit because sometimes they need to hear from other people. Like Pops. their peers, like younger? No, no, no. People my age. Okay. Older guys. Just, yeah. just mm-hmm. not well, you. you talk to them. Just, yeah. other, I mean? just yeah. other than your you, you give You give them buckets when y'all in the gym? No. No? No, no. I mean, you put it on. You, you. No, no. I'm going to say this. The last time we played, he beat me. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't beat me. And I always told him you wouldn't beat me till I'm like 60. Mm-hmm. But the last time we played, he beat me. Mm-hmm. He beat me. So he's ahead of game. He's ahead. What do you think is the biggest difficulty that you face (laughs) now in the aftermath? Like, being a coach, like, what is the biggest difficulty that you face? What do you mean? Say that again. Now that you're on the other side of the playing field, being a coach, what is the biggest difficulty that you face? As a coach? Yeah. uh, Probably just getting through to the players and and, uh, getting them to understand every day what it takes to do what you're really trying to do. If you're really trying to do that, you know, it's like me, you know. Well, no, it's different. Because I think some kids are, are like, uh, what's the word? Stubborn? Receptive. No, but they're, I don't know. They, Stupid. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Their whole perception is different. You know, it's like. You have a sense of entitlement? No, 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 no. Not that. But just understanding how hard you have to work in mm-hmm. the daily routine. And, like, this is not a game. And it's, you know, a lot of times they see pros. And they see what they do, and they see them do it so easy, and they want to do it like them. And it goes back to the fundamentals, and it's those steps you got to take. Sometimes they want to pass them steps. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you tell them something, but they see it in a pro. You know, I might tell them this technique, you got to do it this way. But they see a pro who's been doing it forever, one of the best doing it differently. So now they're like, well, I know you was a pro, but I right. saw this last night. So it's just Getting them to understand what it takes. Like wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. What made you even get into college coaching? Because basically the game never stopped for you. Yeah, to me that's the next step. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't play. I would love to play. I miss playing Mm -hmm. to this day. Mm -hmm. So if you can't play, you got to kind of live through the next one. And you went to Kentucky, right, first. I was at Memphis. 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 The University of Memphis. With Calipari, who is a Rick Pitino acolyte. You could call them. Calipari ain't no Israelite. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Calipari, not Calipari. Yeah. No, 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 guns. Guns. Guns firing right yeah. now. Guns. Oh, they not cool now. They not cool now. But first of all. I'm not feeding into that. First of all, let me tell you something. Internet's Calipari was, was like, yo, Rick, what kind of hair gel are you using? 
Yeah. Really? No, no. I mean, okay. First of all, Calipari has better hair than Rick Patino. <laughs> yeah, but he he found out what gel Patino was you, using. You looking at, at hair? Yes, Pete. No, no. He was like, yo, yo, bundles. Rick, where you, Rick, where you getting them suits uh, done? Yo, University <laughs> of Memphis. So you at University of Memphis. And mm-hmm. then you moved over. You went to Kentucky, Kentucky. right? And then now you're at uh, South, Florida, South Florida, right? Assistant head coach, right? Assistant, assistant, assistant coach. coach. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Now um, you're getting along with the teams and you know players, and they love oh, you. Yeah. These young- oh, yeah. I heard you say before that uh, that uh, they always look for stuff to clown to make fun of you, like somebody like uh, yeah. Well, he was talking the old stuff. So, yeah. You know, young kids always have a tendency to you know. Talk that's the only the thing they can guy. do. That's the only thing they can but, throw. No, yeah, I, I'm sure they respect you, but oh, they got to make fun. No, they, they got to play around. But I kind of, you know, I've, I got the wear and tear of 17 years, so I got got a little retired walk. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at times they kind of uh, hum the Sanford and Son song. Okay. You know, so. Hey, listen, basketball keeps you alive. You know, another thing too that I've seen, and 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 hey, it could be wrong, but doing research, that you still got a decent amount of net worth. Of what you're worth. You want that money? Well, why? why are you? No, no, hold up. Yo, I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Does hold up. It's important. Okay. That's right. I'm, I, I, I just. Yo, I, I'm sitting here as a friend of his, but I don't like when people be in somebody's. No, no. Yo, I'm gonna tell you why. He I'm like tell you why. a baby hold up. mama. He be like, according to Google, people don't. <laughs> let me tell you something. This is why people don't. <laughs> this is why people don't uh, uh, understand the value of money. White man always if, in if, the black man. People don't. If people don't have it, and people don't maintain it, there's there's a lot to learn with why someone 17 years later. Could still be worth something. You mm. could be you could be worth nothing. Blew all your fucking money, but you, you use story. use Washington some tools. Washing cars with Scotty Pippen. Well, not really. Scotty Pippen. He, 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 Scotty Pippen good. Okay. But what I'm saying is, what tools did you use? Especially not only just for NBA. Like I said, sports is life to let people know how to stay, you know, above the water and keep your shit going. You didn't spend. Man, just a little, you're frugal. A little luck. That's mm-hmm. all. I mean, you make mistakes. I've made mistakes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you overspend uh, investments. You know, you make mistakes. Mm. But, you know, I, I was just lucky. You know mm. what I mean? That's all I can. Ain't no luck. That's God. Don't worry about that's that. That's good. There you go. Yeah, but no you luck. also didn't spend crazy. And, 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 well, I'm sure you made, like you said, you made some mistakes. Yeah, but made some you mistakes. also, you know, were smart with it. I always tell people that it's funny because they always make fun of me whenever I talk about money. But money is true because, yo, I didn't learn how, to, I never learned how to build my credit. It right. took me many, many, many years later right. to ever figure out even how. Because yeah. no one taught me about that. I just spent everything I had on me. Yeah. So but, when I see somebody hold money and, and hold a network and, and, and stick with it, I'm like, yo, I want to learn how. But it's, it's, it's hard. Like, you know, it, it's not easy. You know, the NBA, they, you come out of the, your neighborhood, your inner cities, mm. uh, a lot of guys come out of it and don't have a foundation or that or their surrounding people don't know what's going on and it can happen you know what i mean that's why i said you know it's a little luck sometimes a little you yeah, know, stop knowledge with that luck. that's god and there you go and but, what's next for coach coach strickland are you going to be going into the nba or do you want to stay college bound well i would love to be a a, a college head coach okay mm-hmm. uh that was the goal coming in a a, a college uh, you know, obviously the NBA is the NBA, so I, I mean, that that that's an option. But my goal is I would love to be a college head coach. Yeah. And uh, you know, I kind of enjoy working with the young kids, uh, and and kind of guiding them. You know, giving them a little bit to, yeah. to get to their next step. You know, it's it's, it's I, I I enjoy that a lot. Mm, yeah, I feel it's like you have fulfilling. a lot to offer too, to to the to that college age kid. Who who might uh, who might be able to to make that that next step into the league? You got a lot to to offer them. Although to be honest with you, now too, I mean they've kind of slowed down the high school to the league pipeline. 
Mm-hmm. They've kind of cut that up, up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if they start that up again, then, man, then you need to be at Oak Hill. Mm-hmm. You need to be at, at a prep school getting these kids ready for the league. Again, because 17 years in a prof- in a professional league, like, I mean, we're looking at this guy, Tom Brady. Forget about the, the championships that Tom Brady's won, but just the, the longevity to play a professional sport for for this amount of time. I mean, what sure. does NFL stand for anyway? Yeah. Not for long. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's you not know? easy, man. It's not easy. Hey, uh, listen, you know, and you, you, you have found a way to, you know, take your professions and teach them and bring them on to, you know, well, the, that's the, what the it's about because the experiences, you know, the good and the bad. I yeah. mean, you, most people who've been through something able to help, mm. you know, yeah. the next person. Most definitely. Listen, we got a segment called I Don't Trust People. Oh, but mm-hmm. one last question, Rob. Okay. Rob, what's the most you scored in a game? Well, I mean, or uh, better yet, give me one of your favorite overall games. Well, the most I scored was 36, and it was here in New York mm-hmm. at the Garden. And it was against Derek Harper, who was a tough lockdown defender. Mm. And I'll never forget at halftime, I, what, I had 18. And he told me, he said, oh, you won't get another 18. I got another 18. Mm. So mm-hmm. I, you, know, you love I, a challenge. You better I go. Do. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> go. So, so, tell that man he yeah. can't so he could. There's the challenge. So let's, let, let's tell Rod, we have a segment called I Don't Trust People. Internet, you know how to get involved. Hashtag I Don't Trust People. Just keep on filling it up on Twitter. Tweet who you don't trust, what you don't trust. And, if, you know, you got something that's decent, ain't no fuck shit, then we'll put you on a an episode of the show. So who we got this week? Who's Our something? first submission comes from Jess Jarvon. Mm-hmm. I don't trust people who say I'm busy that don't have a job. <laughs> you a hater, Jarvon. What about the independent grinder? Just because I'm not clocking in for the man on the plantation don't mean I don't have things to do. I'm booked. Well, it depends. <laughs> How what, dare you? Know, you? I, I agree with that. It depends what type Check of... Check my itinerary. This day, this day and age is not, you know, 9 to 5, 8 to 4, 10 yeah. to 6. That's not a regular, you know. So the people, block is hot. People may be doing, you know, like, listen. I'm busy. You got to work two, three jobs. I don't trust people that send you that, that DM or that text. When they see you, you pop up on social media on one of your feeds. <laughs> I'm good for that. Hey. You know, like, ah. Uh, you like, alive? I, like, I know I'm on Twitter right now, but I'm too busy to talk to you. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. retweet it. <laughs> retweet. She's crazy. Who's next? <laughs> the next one comes from JD underscore Gatling Jr. I don't trust Vice President Pence giving out black history facts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, didn't Trump uh, change... Um, Black History Month to African American History Month. And how did he decide that with him and his toupee? They, yeah, well, orange, orange. Yeah, like, orange. come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who we got next? The next one comes from Paul Beast James. I don't trust people who cheer for sports teams of cities they ain't from or live in. I don't agree with that. You a hater? Yeah, I like be. you could you you could have you know look how many people Dallas grew up. Dallas is from fucking New York City. He's a cowboy. Fan. And his name is Dallas. Fuck well, you. Like he want to be a goddamn. He like good when the team. When I when I learned about twice. the sport, the Cowboys was official. I yeah. like the Tony Cowboys Dorsett too. was was official. Roger Stoback was official. That's when I learned about football. I don't not, know about not those every guys. not everybody who lives in their hometown loves their hometown. Maybe team. your hometown no. is Trash Bandicoot. Well, and you don't want to root for them. Well, it also could be somebody in their family. Like, I like the Mets. I like you know, the Knicks. Some of their family may have liked a team that they... I like Knicks, know. too, but now they only got eighths and dimes. It's no more Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody sells Knicks no more. Uh, you got to go to... You got to talk to somebody and get some Knicks. <laughs> Might get a trade back. Who else we got? Um, let me go. Let me see. This one, of course. Thank you, Pete. This one is from Ooshish Lushish. Okay. I don't know. Trillo 
Kaj. I don't trust people who haven't dove headfirst into Miss Listen Knows inbox yet. Okay, listen, I like this guy. First of all, Internet, as we told you a while ago, uh, you know, she hasn't been dating. Uh, Things have been a little dry. So, uh, you know, if you're on social media, jump into the DMs. Don't do it. Slide, slide. I should not even have read that. At Miss Listen Knows. And and, uh, listen, I gave you an opportunity to take her on a date. I'm Liz Strickland, okay? I'm low key. I don't want it, okay? Okay, okay. Leave me alone. Go figure out your career. When you walk into these doors, think about the future. If you doing that, maybe. (laughs) Other than that, all of these short attention span ass niggas, I'm good. Don't worry. Me and my hand, Pamela Henderson, doing big things. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. Okay? She's saying Leave that. me alone. She's saying that, but slide up in there. I'm a mother. Just for the, just for the culture, one don't time. Don't do it. Leave me alone. Internet, I don't trust people. Hashtag, I don't trust people. Uh, you have anybody you don't trust or something you don't trust? Like, you know? Or things that people... Like, I'll give you an example. I said this before and I'll say it again. Ross Strickland don't trust somebody that can't lay up with the left hand. Woo! Okay, okay. That's Why are you putting that. words in his oh, mouth? Like, this man can't talk. Give the man something. Hit it. Something I don't trust. Or what you don't trust. Like, for instance, I don't trust mechanics. I don't trust lawyers with cheap suits. Okay? I don't trust people that eat at Olive Garden and talk about authentic uh, Italian food. You know? Okay. I don't don't trust liars either. But I'm a Leo. Mm-hmm. That was clean right there. Mm-hmm. That was clean. So so anyway, internet. I don't trust people. Hashtag fill that hashtag up at the Premium P Show at Miss Listen Knows at Dallas Penn. Uh, what about know. Dallas? What about you? You don't have none. Yeah, I just said a couple. I just spit. Nah, off you just made me. Come on, those are your regular uh, examples. And Dallas actually, he he said one before. You don't have one this week. I, I don't trust people. Um, no, nah, I mean. I just don't trust people. I'm I'm a hater. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lisa? Um Mom? You said you was my mom and you're not my mom. <laughs> no. I don't I like trust uh, black people who don't have a pick in their house. Like, mm. y'all got to stop. Like, what am I going to do when my shit kink up? Like, mm. you handing me a rat tail comb <laughs> or you trying to hand me the fork? Like, I need a pick. Hold on, listen. Rod don't have a pick in his house. You, no, because he's an African. I said black people. I got a okay. comb, though. Okay. You African. What is your he nationality? He got a comb, though. He got a comb. What's comb. my nationality? Yeah. African-American. I hate when they do this. I don't trust. <laughs> the. I don't trust when they look in extra beige, when they waffle colored. <laughs> and when you ask them for a background, they just give you black. I don't trust it. You know somebody had their hand in, they, in that cookie jar. For a lot of me. Well. I will say this, Internet, just make sure you get involved. Hashtag I don't trust people on Twitter. And, uh, you know, you come with that funny shit yeah, you or coming? that good shit. We'll uh, feature you on the next episode. But, Strick, Rod, um, sure. so, uh, what, what, what's, what's, how many nicknames we got again? Hot you Rod? gave him no, mad ones. I got a couple, got a couple in my mind, but that I can you got a ring on? Okay, First of all, it's been, in, it, it's been uh, dope to just Daddy. sit here and hear your journey and just hear what you went through and, and just your times. But looking back, you know, any regrets? On your uh, playing career? No, I just, I, I would tell you the one thing I know I said it like three or four times, it would just be... A be better like, attitude. Yeah. No, more, no, professional. More, more professional. Professional, professional. Because I think then everything comes together. You know what would have mm-hmm. been dope? If you uh, had like a, a manager at that time. Like, like people, don't, people don't look to it as that much. Well, it's I, like a mentor. Yeah, you know, like a mentor. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Somebody who will handle the branding, the social, mm-hmm. somebody that will give you the well, ideas. we didn't have that back then. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, but... They, somebody uh, to get your telegrams together, no, sort them out. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Make sure everything's good. Vet, be able to vet the people. But but you want to yeah. know something? Like, like I said, again, you you were, to me, you were still in the cusp of of the sport becoming this entertainment machine. 
You know what I mean? It was yeah. still it was still people playing yeah. Yeah. that love to play. Because to tell you the truth, the, you and Kobe Bryant, there's really no difference. All Kobe Bryant wanted to do is play basketball. He had he had the mentors to have put some people around him that could help market, kind of help him do things outside of the court. Yeah, he's a, yeah, it's a but he he era. was a gym rat, different like era. you. Different era. Mm. Kobe's a different being, though. Mm. But that's. I mean, he's. Era. You could have gave him buckets. You could have. But, gave but him first of all, Rod don't know how to buckets. speak five. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> talk that yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, Done. Yeah. Rod didn't speak uh, French and Italian, though. No, not okay. At you see, you don't have you know, and he he also speaks. See, uh, he gave him buckets in English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so internet's can catch you uh, on Twitter now. You said Rod on underscore Strickland. You also catch you. Uh, um, for, for um, University University of South Florida, South Florida. assistant coach at University of South mm-hmm. Florida. South what else Florida you got going on? Any right. investments you're in or things no, you're doing? Just, I mean, you're trying to I'm, I'm a basketball guy, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm just trying to uh, keep developing myself as a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, eventually I want to become a head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I'm just working those things. I, oh, fact, I'm forgetting. I did just start a podcast. Really? Oh! Yeah. What? Oh, oh, shit. Let the people yeah, know where they yeah, can find it. Well, it's strictly speaking. Okay. Uh, it's on. Uh, dang, you're gonna kill me right now. iTunes. We'll find it. We'll find it. We'll find it. It's on iTunes. It's got to be on iTunes. I got, yeah. a, I got a brain lock, but I'm gonna tell you in two seconds. But yeah, I uh, just started it. What's you it about? Know, uh, just talking to former athletes or athletes, uh, media guys. I had Stephon Marbury on there. Nice, nice. Had Jamie. a real great, interesting conversation about his journey, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. about him in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing. He's doing really, really well in China, mm-hmm. and I kind of mm-hmm. wanted people to. Sure. Kind of get a feel for. He's Steph. not eating Vaseline anymore. No, nah, Steph is one of my favorites, man, and I think he's one of the most misunderstood guys. Mm-hmm. And I think he he went to China. He found happiness. Like I spoke to him, and his mm-hmm. whole demeanor was different. Yeah, well, first of all, but you know, Stephanie, Stephanie needed to get away from here. But Steph got the last laugh. Steph mm-hmm. was doing some big things. He's had a great career. Yeah, uh, you know, I spoke to Stephen A. Smith. When mm-hmm. you say he's doing uh, some big things, what's he doing? Out well, there? he's over in China. He has business. He has manufacturers. He has his sneaker stuff. Yep. yep. Uh, but he's doing a lot of business over there. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of business over. What you say you spoke to Stephen A. Smith? Well? Yeah, no, just on strictly speaking, just had conversations. He talked about his journey, his mm-hmm. background. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a forum to just kind of let athletes. You know, media types or I love Stephen. We need to get Stephen. some cheerleaders in the seat. I love Stephen A. Smith. The only thing I don't I don't like is is his hairline. Man, makes me think how bad my hairline I love is. Before I mess up, uh, strictly speaking, it's on the Shadow League. There you go. It's on the Shadow, Shadow League. League. There you go. Yep. ShadowLeague.com. That's but, gonna uh, be crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. yeah. But listen, it's I it, think that's dope. It's good. It's yeah, it's good. To, it's it. funny. Like you just announced a podcast. I got of nowhere. So, yeah. hey, Tess, make sure you go check that out. Subscribe to uh, Rod Strickland's podcast. Just yourself. Just Strictly you. Strictly speaking. Well, it's me. Uh, uh, have a, another guy, Ali's from Baltimore. Okay. And my more. guy and my guy Gary Howard, who uh, big time journalist, media guy. Uh, grew mm-hmm. up with him. One of those guys I grew up with, mm-hmm. and he's kind of helped me develop mm-hmm. it. Nice and move it along. Hey, listen, you, you need that. Yo, did you buy Jordans when you were growing up? Never. What? Never? Not even no, because I was with Nike. I know you were Nike, but I'm saying you never bought Jordans at all. No. Well, I, let me not lie. I can't recall. Mm-hmm. Right. He gonna have some right guy. I don't know what that is. Yeah, what about um, Adidas? What about Adidas? Shell toes? Shell toes. Okay. All the time. Run DMC. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now Pumas. Pumas. Slay Puma. Come on. Come on. But you're doing the Dr. podcast J. now. Do you feel that that's gonna kind of like put you into more broadcasting? Yeah, I want to do. I, I want to get into this. Yeah, uh, radio, television. You got a good voice. Yeah, I like. I, 
like I was one of those guys who was understated, didn't really talk much. So it's funny. I had Michael Rappaport on that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We, we, me and him uh, been meaning to do love, something. Yeah, I, we, I love him. Yeah, He's good so refreshing yeah. and he speaks his mind. Yeah. But he was like, I can't even believe you coaching, mm-hmm. let alone doing this because you never really spoke. Sure. So this kind of gives me an opportunity to let people probably hear me. Oh, you I had him on. You had you had him on an episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a big Knicks fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good yeah. guy. So I, I, I love this. I want to do this more. That's why when this opportunity came, I'm, let's do it. That's dope. It's funny though, because I had uh, my guy Gary Howard. I'm, a, I'm a tell on him. But when I was doing this, he was like, "You sure you want to do this?" He said he watched y'all. <laughs> he said, "You sure you want to do this?" He said, "Cause they can get a little wild." They wild. But I told him, I said, "I'm good, cause I'm not gonna get wild. Like, yeah. They can't yeah. make me wild." Yeah, of course. But then I'm sitting lie. there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "This was cool." Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I wasn't nervous about any of that. Yeah. Like, hey, listen, you know, if you threw up before you came here, then I know yeah, we I wasn't. Made it. But then as she started going, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I know who's the one." Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's the one you got to watch out for. Yeah. You thought it was so, me? No. Yeah. No, it's hot. Yeah, first. With I the definitely old got joke. something circled, yeah. but I'm gonna leave it alone. See, yeah. I, I was yeah. good today. Yeah. Yeah. I was good. But no, it's good to hear Rod Strickland. You know, a New York native, uh, uh, just just a Knickerbocker. You know, and mm-hmm. and then multiple other teams. You know, where 17 years. You know, you, you played the game. You know, I mean, that's a that's a congratulatory type thing, yeah, man. No, so you know, we wish you multiple success, and especially with these it. kids and, and growing them up in college and shit like that, and doing yeah. that. You know, and doing what you love. But more importantly, I'm gonna leave you on this note. Um, you know, you got into the league. You did that. You know, do do you celebrate your your victories, like your small victories? Have you celebrated some small? I do it now. I never yeah. did it before. I'm, yeah. I'm telling I, you, I yeah. never. I, I wanted, can tell that. That's yeah, what I'm saying, I never yeah. wanted any acknowledgement. I kind of was uncomfortable with it for years, like mm. playing through the league. I didn't want you know somebody would say they're going to do something for me, and uh, I'm good. Yeah. But as I've uh, as now that I'm out of the league, you know, like I was inducted to the. Uh, 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 New York Basketball Hall of Fame, mm. you know, the thing that they did with the Knicks, the bomb squad yep, the yep, other yep. night, like those things are big to me now. Like, right. you know, I kind of, you know, I get that feeling now because it's like, you know, you want a few who, who have done this and to, for people to acknowledge that and appreciate that and, you know, at 50 years old, still feel the love. I sure. still walk out on the street, sure. you know, wherever I go. Sure. People are still acknowledging, telling me, you know, they was at this game, what they thought of me. You can't beat that. That's yeah. so dope. Can't beat that. No, you. I mean, listen. You're an icon, man. You're, you did it. You, 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 you did it. You did it. You played 17 yeah, years. I'm, you did it your way. Frankie Sinatra. Shout out to my, my God. Tells me that all the time. Uh, Kyrie's father, yeah. Dedrick mm-hmm. Irvin. He says it all the time. One thing about you, you did it your way. Yeah, Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. You know, not you that it was the right he way. Can't, all the he did it, Usher. But. Usher. Nah, Usher, Frank, no, no, no. Nah, he did it, Usher. He had a little first more. Off, Frank Sinatra. He had a little more flair. <laughs> Frank Sinatra is forever iconic and legendary. He did a lot of dope things, Frank Sinatra. You know, people don't know about that. Yeah, no, we, we don't. We don't. We're not going to talk we about, Frank talk about Frank Sinatra in February. Thing, though, okay. I forgot. I have a, a nonprofit here in New York City called the Young Athletes Inc. Really? Where's that? How does people uh, find out about that? It's in the Bronx, New York. Okay. And we do a Kyrie Irving, Rod Strickland basketball tournament every year. Okay. Mm. Is there a website Bronx, they could go to? Or? Uh, young Athletes. Org. Okay. Young Alley, Google it. Young okay. Alley, Google it. That's so get, dope. Get activated. Listen, continuing, uh, continue flourishing and continuing, you, keep, continuing doing what you do. And, and like I said, we had a good time on this episode. I'm sure the internet's are going to love You're it. You're dope. I had a great time. You're like the Thank Super Bowl. You. If nothing else, how that team was losing <laughs> in the first half, you was not being getting the attention that you needed. That second half, 
You want to win ultimately. <laughs> like, you're so dope. Like, I wish I had a son so I, so I could hand him to you. You could nah, teach him some that. basketball or something. Last thing, what about Pozingas? You think this kid's a real You about the Pozingas? No, no, Pozingas is a place for the Knicks. No, no. You asking about his sex life now? No, I think he's going to be great. I think soon as the Carmelo thing you know, yeah, he figures out. Figures out. Mm. He's gonna be great. He's big yeah. time. He's like, you know, it's like looking at Dirk yeah. all over mm. again. You know. Yeah. Mm. And actually, you know what? Your, your opinion on you know Phil as a Nick fan myself, mm-hmm. I, I would like to see Phil uh, coach. So when he came as a GM, I'm like, eh. yeah. You know, yeah. Do, do but, you but think- tell about the rigors, Holland. The rigors of coaching. Uh-oh. Yeah, coaching is tough, just like playing. I mean, it's not exactly, but it's just like playing. But I don't, right? I don't think Phil was ready to do that. Yeah, I and think I think he's it, comfortable yeah. up top. And I think it's unfamiliar to him. Just like having Derek Fisher as the player then coming in in New York City. You know, they both, you know how it is. You coming yeah. in in New York City. Yeah. It's a whole different ball game. Yeah. So you got to figure it out. Because yeah. New York going to make them figure it out. Yeah, yeah. shit, you got that right. Yeah. You got that right. Anyway, Internet, listen, make sure you subscribe, rate, leave a comment. Um, you know, also, uh, we're looking for some editors and from social contributors. Email thepremiumpeachow at gmail.com. And just make sure you subscribe, rate, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, all the other podcasts and platforms. Internet's Rod Strickland. Make him jump like Rod Strickland. And uh, check out his uh, podcast, too. Strictly Speaking. Strictly Speaking. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. the ShadowLeague.com. That's Ow. right. That's right. Internet's, we'll see you next episode. Miss Listen Knows. That was Penn. Rod Strickland. Ow, you said that show. right. Rod Cheer. Strickland. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>